0: Holiday special. That's one. I'm gonna share this. Yeah, <laughs> that was nice. Sorry, because uh, uh, I'm talking. I'm sorry. I, I should have uh, given you the chance to. Um, I don't think the, the listener would mind, though. it would be able to fill in the, the, blanks, the blanks. Yeah, inside, yeah. Well, that was a lovely little thing. That, that, that'll be from uh, opera. Oh! oh, oh That was a powerful eye roll. A powerful, powerful oh, eye I've roll. I've got a headache from the eye roll. Yeah, <laughs> was the that uh, episode where you did that and you <laughs> phoned in sick? Why? Oh, I, I rolled too hard or something, wasn't it? Was that the joke? Was that the gag? Possibly. I, I, I don't listen back to it. these things. I think that was a Tim Cobb special. Listener, if you want to listen to that one, Hand Tech H A N D. Well, Let it go. <laughs> you've won. <laughs> so you're drinking Guinness. I'm drinking Glad IPA Retro India Pale Ale, Drygate mm. Brewing Company. A gift. From my good friend Ross. And you are a good friend, Ross. Ross. You know am. that, don't you? You know you've been a good friend to me. Oh, do you know? <laughs> this sounds like the end of, like, I don't yeah, know, my goodbye. life. Yeah. Do you know you've been a good friend? That's why it hurts me so much to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross also got me a bottle of mulled wine and a nice assortment of festive biscuits uh, as a way of saying sorry, I think it was, wasn't it, for that awful thing I didn't know? <laughs> It was sorry uh, for making that mess. It was for it was it was for my birthday, wasn't it?
1: It was a collection. It was your wife's birthday as well. Yeah, hang on, just fits. Are those
0: biscuits for her as well. <laughs> for fuck's sake, your why birth-
1: have you been giving them to you, to Luna? I was going to call it your dog, but you, that's a would... name.
0: That's fine. I call her that. Oh. Yeah, no, uh, because it would kill her chocolate and that. Mm-hmm. Sadly,
1: my point being, no, sorry.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, that's t- that's put a, a certain tinge on the rest of the episode. Not all of them are chocolate. All <laughs> oh, right, he says with a glint in his eye.
1: I, I've just injected chocolate in every single one.
0: Oh, mate, Don't pretend. Don't don't imply you're going to murder me, dog. No, I wouldn't. I'm never leaving that. you alone with ever again. I would
1: never murder a dog. I'm Good. Keep me eye on. You. That's. I'm happy
0: with that situation. So did you do all of that just so that you, I would never leave you alone again? What a oh, twisted dear. way of <laughs> taking our relationship to the a next massive level. <laughs> understanding. And the, like,
1: let's, anyway, let's just transition into, it's our top ten, yeah.
0: Not yeah. A Learn. long way to go before we get on that. So, uh, what we're doing in this episode, I'll fucking tell you, this part of the episode, sorry, holiday special, part three, hand tech. Uh, we're going to be in the first bit, we're going to be... Talking a little bit about uh, Inside Ross's Mind. A lot about that, in fact. Okay. Uh, same question. Same question. Then we're going to be talking about our favourite TV movies and games. But before we do that, Ross, if you remember the lovely Chris Dubs stroke Miles Dyson Aye. suggested for the episode 50, we talk about our favourite ever episodes. Yeah. He suggested that, didn't we? Didn't we? And what we did in traditional Gonox player fashion, we said no. Well, you no. Noah, hold on. <laughs> when he says Gonox lair, he means... Tom himself. Yeah, the producer. He went, no, but I like that idea and I'm going to twist it so that it becomes my own idea that I can take full credit for.
1: And so we can do this next year as well.
0: I'm starting to know Ah, how
1: this works. You you. go, ah, but you
0: know fine well you're going to do this. So basically (laughs) this is a little segment that I like to call (laughs) Tom's Complaints. No, that I like to call favourite episode and Garnet's player from the previous year. Yeah. Very self-indulgent. Uh, so basically for the last 12 months because in episode 17 we we did something which was the first anniversary special we talked about episodes with favorite parts of the episodes and stuff so you don't have to justify your own weird mind so we'll we'll just talk about the last year um so i've i've written down all the different episodes have you got in mind something or do you want me to go through the episodes and then we can talk about uh what your favorite bit was there's not very many, really. There's not that many. What would really. you
1: like to do, Tom?
0: Good question. <laughs> Episode forty-two, <laughs> which was in all the way back in February, that was the sex special. That was yes, your, definitely I hated your favorite it, that one. Hated it. Stroke loved it. Stroke mm. love. No, stroke, love. I hated it. Yeah, you loved and it.
1: And in fact, I regretted actually saying. You will do it. It was my idea as well. That's
0: out there, you know, permanently, like for people know, to hear. Fucking hell. You're if involved I... in that. You're mm. cul- culpable. Is that the word? But I liked it just for your reactions. Really, that was why I liked that one so much. The the Gonox player we played, uh, sex fixins from outer space, sex Olympics, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Sextimates, which was really good. That was the questions one, wasn't it? Really enjoyed that. Yes, because we actually started doing quite well at it.
1: Ah, uh, well, because we're well on my side of things. I'm I'm like a compassionate lover. <laughs> Is compassionate the right word? I God. <laughs> By the way, listeners. <laughs> at this point I was thinking we're probably going to be wrapped up I haven't had anything to eat and I'm drinking beer so see what happens because <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it's going to get mental got a scotch egg in the fridge if you want, a scotch egg, want egg, like. a scotch egg I
1: don't want a scotch egg thanks I want no something more substantial than the scotch but I'll get it later. up if you want like. oh, I think he would as well I probably would
0: but um, I want to go home an omelette at some point would you like an, an omelette, omelette. <laughs> no just sorry uh, cheese and ham omelette I'm just going to stop interjecting okay uh, 43 episode 43 that was a climate change special. We played Mick and Mac, uh, the global gladiators. Yes. Uh, Decap attack and Captain Planet. That was a good one.
1: Um, Captain Planet was horrific, yeah. and the De- Decap attack uh-huh. is one of Mikey's favorite games of it all is. time.
0: Uh-huh. Episode forty four was the Easter special. We played Noah's Ark, Chucky Egg, and Rabbit Punch.
1: Yes, I was surprised by how good Chucky Egg was. Mm. If I remember,
0: we talked about uh, Noah's Ark was awesome. Wasn't it? I probably would have liked that, Stein. you know,
1: back in the day, because I've I've noticed something about myself. I used to love first person shooters, mm. and I hardly ever play them now.
0: Because you haven't got an Xbox anymore, and that's um, you used to play a lot of them on, wasn't it? No, but well, partly true. But the
1: other thing is, first person shooters are all online now. Yes. And I miss the like single player campaigns,
0: offline experience. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame. That was a forty-five. What was this one? That was the alien special. Oh, I did enjoy that one. Yeah, amazingly well put together and brilliantly researched.
1: It was hard work, actually. Well, not hard work. It was. It's enjoyable sometimes to watch films and stuff for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, Simon, our beautiful guest, mm-hmm. he Chinese. he brings the knowledge.
0: Yes, brings the knowledge, and you capsules. can just sit
1: back and just
0: indeed. The uh, what games did we play? We played Alien Three, um, Alien vs Predator,
1: which is a classic. The,
0: the there was the scrolling fighter one. Was that what that one was? Or? Yes,
1: that's Alien vs Predator. That's right. Yeah, and we also played Aliens on uh, the arcade as well. Okay, which is um, it's a pretty good game as well.
0: Hmm. Episode forty six. That was, I think, that was a themeless episode, wasn't it? Where we didn't have a theme for it. I can't remember. We played Rodland's Street Fighter the movie and Trojan because you picked some some games that were chosen. Oh, sorry, we talked about in the past. Yeah. Um, and we just uh, just wanted to play them. Really,
1: I have to say, I did find
0: Trojan quite funny. <laughs> you playing that? <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. That one. Um, He's got his arms
1: folded now.
0: Uh, body language. Episode forty seven. That was one with Tim Copp. Uh, I think it was the only episode with a first-time guest this yeah. year.
1: We're, we're, You know, we're dredging low, but mm. we're getting gold. Yeah. Two different metaphors. That's uh, what happens.
0: Once you've dredged the river of all the shit and detritus uh, that we've done in the past, no offence, uh, you finally get some really good guests. He's the most polite guest we've ever had. Uh, yeah. He's just nice. He was just nice he was all man. around the best. Like, no, well, again, no. I'm not going <laughs> to pick favourites. That's what this whole segment's about, though.
1: Well, I didn't want to do this segment, listeners. It's behind the curtain again. Behind the of, candelabra.
0: I don't <laughs> want to do this, but you've Tom's to, forcing you, us to. You've got to big yourselves up because literally no one else is. Episode 48, time travel special. That was an, also a great, great episode. That Some really clever production techniques employed on that, like just reversing the Ganox, uh lair bit. That was pretty much it. Oh, we also had that skit, didn't we? Oh, they had the skit at the end. That was really good. Right, That was good. That was really, really well done. Well done, Tom, This is uh, too... producer. All right. uh We played Time Killers, Time Soldiers, and Time Scanners, the pinball game. Oh, really you good, loved
1: yeah? that. I loved your delight in that yeah. game. And also, I have to say, first seeing that T-Rex <laughs> on that game.
0: Yeah, he was all embarrassed about
1: himself. That was hilarious.
0: And then we had the Halloween special, which was October's episode. Uh, we played Ghost House, Porky Pigs, Haunted Holiday, Casper, and Haunting.
1: Yes, that was... Initially enjoyable episode, but later on I was so tired. Yeah, it was a believable. tough one. Like, and was...
0: Simon was was on his way out as well. But it was um, it was a great episode again. Well, really, really well put together, uh, researched, edited, uh, produced. The skit was the best yet. It was the best yet mm, with the Ouija bot.
1: What was your favorite though, Ross? I did like the first seeing the new lair for the first time. Which oh. Is episode 46
0: that one yeah um yeah alien special
1: so that was good oh hang
0: on no the alien special no i think we recorded that at the old day
1: mm. Mm. Mm.
0: tim cop i think was the first one here oh was it oh no sorry episode 46 was the first one here mm-hmm. but that was before the alien special uh, no hang on i'm confusing the situation I know, episode 46 you said that wasn't the alien special that episode 46 was like the themeless special the themeless episode I think you'll listen I'm causing issues here I
1: think you'll listen back and realise that I didn't say the alien I'm sorry I'm so sorry episode 46 was the best like I I remember that being a magical moment because I walked into this and thinking this is a nice area right okay I'm
0: I'm very sorry that's my highlight
1: also I mean I met Tim for the first time that was lovely
0: well that was episode 47
1: yeah well I'm just I'm just (laughs) going on and then sorry The Alien special was good, and I mean, the Halloween one was just brutal. Yeah. And uh, thank you to Simon as well, because Uh he's coming. There was a horror podcast I used to listen to called uh, Horror Etc., I think it was called. And there were two dudes who used to do it. And they would have this guest, who well, not a guest, a kind of friend who would come on occasionally. And he was called Sometimes Simon. Oh. And I was thinking, that's a nice moniker for Uh Simon, because he's... Occas- Sometimes.
0: Occasional Simon because we couldn't just take that exact. Fuck <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Who cares? Exactly. Um, my favourite? Mm, <sighs> sex special was good. I that knew was, you'd like um, that one. That was a great experience. And time travel special, probably. Yeah. Cool. Alien special was good, though. And the Halloween special. And Tim Cop. I think they're all, in their own way, wonderful. <laughs> so, what I'm trying to say is that this is a really good podcast.
1: Yeah, as long as you believe that. Yeah,
0: someone's got to. Chris Dubs, I hope that kind of satisfied you in some way, and I hope that was something went some way to kind of being what you you were asking. It's a it's
1: a nice question, but an uncomfortable one from my point of view Mm. because I feel like I don't want to name have to name which Tom forced me to. By the way name my favourite episodes and stuff. Yeah. But I'm looking at it from the point of view of how much fun I had recording them. Right. Because I, I think sometimes it is just fun that way, yabbering on.
0: Yeah. That's why uh, I like it so we can connect more and find out more about each other.
1: I mean, it's good for me because I don't have to do any of the, like once I leave here, yeah. I don't have to do Forget about
0: it. And then I send you another message. You go, with the, Tom, Uh, Tom. Oh, the guy I do that podcast with. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. How are you doing, mate? Oh, you want to do another one? Uh... It's that time of month again. Oh, God.
1: Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to Nope.
0: <laughs> I will not
1: go there. Let's anyway, let's transition
0: let's, seamlessly. Let's, uh, yeah, let's move on to the next part of this. It's probably transition. the first, uh, the best episode of next year. <laughs> oh, we didn't mention the Christmas special. Hang on, with the Christmas special of last year, would that no, fall into no, last year's or uh, the... So, would this Christmas special count as one of the episodes to consider for the best one?
1: Well, we haven't recorded it yet, so probably it's probably going to be the best one. It could be the best
0: one. Doesn't matter. It doesn't does. seem to be. Doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Ross, my friend, do you know what time it is? It's time to open a doorway, isn't it? It's time for Inside <laughs> Ross's Ross Mine. So. Let's open that door. Mm-hmm. Let's.
1: There's another door. <gasps> oh, and then no. let's open that one. And there's another one.
0: <laughs> there's many, many doors. And finally, when we get into the right door, mm-hmm. we will see someone sitting there, a little creepy fellow, and he says...
1: I think it's more like the G-Man. Ah. And he's like, he then says...
0: Would you like to know the question? And you say...
1: No, bye. And then I go through all those million doors and just
0: walk home. You lose your way though and you end up having to go back and you circle back and you see the same man and he goes, Would you like to know the question now?
1: And I say no and then I go back like, and I okay, go on yeah, the YouTube yeah, and I, I try and find a
0: way out. And then, and then, then I find him uh, back and the guy sit and then he goes Welcome back again, squire. It's been 100 years since you first and Everybody that you know and love has died and passed on. Would you now like to know the question?
1: For the sake of this <laughs> episode, I go, yes, please tell me.
0: Well, the question is, young man... Which sitcom universe would you be a supporting character in? And what role would you play? For example, a shopkeeper or something like that? Okay. And you go...
1: I go... Um, oh, am I going to give him um, yeah, the answer? You go, and you go... Well, it's weird because I thought of this question. It's hard. Yeah. So, is, I, it, is
0: it hard to choose? As in there's lots of choices?
1: Well... More like, I've got a few things I want to ask. Oh. Right? First off, you know the canned laughter? Oh. Do you hear that? Like, oh. do you actually hear it yourself? What a good question. So I come in the room and say, ha, 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 Yeah. Woo! And I'm like looking around, <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> woo! You go, yes. girl.
0: What a really good question. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think if you're, if you're in that universe... Then you would uh, you would not know that there was anyone watching. So that answers the next question I was going to ask. I exist when they're not there.
1: Yes, I don't just pop up.
0: Yeah, you you exist. Uh, you you exist in that universe. It's as though that universe is real.
1: From so not like the Truman Shores yeah. characters sort of thing. Uh,
0: you're not you're not following a script. You're actually in that universe.
1: Well, I, even though I picked one that's different from this, I am very tempted to pick like something. So have you noticed, like in Married with Children, for instance, mm-hmm. in Married with Children, Al the main the main uh-huh. guy, he's the breadwinner, yeah. Yes. Now he works in a shoe, like um. In a shoe.
2: He wasn't I man. was going to
1: say a shoe company. Okay, right. But he he works in just a shop, just like selling shoes. Uh huh. Yeah. Shoe and, salesman. Yeah. Not shoemaker. Just the shoe salesman. Mm-hmm. And everyone berates him for what a shit job he's got. Mm-hmm. Yet, he is able to have a massive house, mm-hmm. right? Be the only breadwinner in that house mm-hmm. on just that salary.
0: Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. That could be your catchphrase in the, in the show. It does
1: not make sense. It do not make sense.
0: Because <laughs> I... Uh,
1: this is all just like smoke and mirrors for saying that. I did find this difficult and I, I, I thought, well, I'd probably just be a barman in Seinfeld. Oh, well. <laughs> well, the reason being is I just think they're like, it's, an, it's a kind of relatable world for me because uh-huh. everyone's mean to each other and I uh, can like understand that. You're pretty mean, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And also, like, what is Elaine's weakness, her drink?
0: <gasps> oh, uh, peach schnapps?
1: Yeah. Ah! Be, I've got peach schnapps for you.
0: You've got peach schnapps on tap? Because she's a thinking man's crumpet. Eey, that's terrible. That You're name. just
1: being sexist. And to actually think that I would get a woman drunk, just to, what? What were you trying to say, Tom?
0: My answers to the sitcom question. Um, <laughs> Sidestep that landmine. As always, I've come up with a few. Right. Is that okay? And it's important that I go through them all because there's a joke. Okay. All the way through. I so will let you. Listen out for that joke. See if you can pick up on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And feel free to throw in some kind laughter. (laughs) Producer. Tom. uh, That's my name. (laughs) First of all, Red Dwarf. I would be an alien of some sort. A smart-mouthed, wise-cracking merchant that would get his comeuppance in some horrific fashion.
1: Really? You'd want to die?
0: Well, I I wouldn't want to, but I'd have to.
1: Why couldn't you just be an appliance or something? Would you like some toast? Yeah. You could be, or you could be, like, I don't know... A sanitised hand dispenser. I I would like that.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, you know what's an even better answer? One of Crichton's spare heads. That would have been a good answer, wouldn't it? Can I, like, pretend that's my answer? Yeah, of course. We could edit it, though. I suppose I could, couldn't I? could just edit it. So that's what I said. Um, But for the sake of that running joke, I'll keep that other one in because it's important. Frasier, I could be one of his patients so that I can find out what the fuck or WTF is actually wrong with me. Am I right? Ooh, (laughs) may not uh, want to pull that thread too much. (laughs) Happy days. Uh, Chilling in the diner would be cool. I always love the idea of having a massive burger and shake in the 50s before they were ruined by cardiovascular experts. Yeah, but just imagine if that's what
1: you've got to do over and over again. For all of eternity.
0: What about being one of those... I'd actually probably end up being one of those fancy lasses with the, the roller skates who goes up the, the window and sticks up bum out and goes, Would you like fries with that? So later on you're getting banged by the phones. Is that what you're saying? Oh. <laughs> you want to be banged by the phones? Yes, please. <laughs> uh, hey! That's yeah, what let's, he does. tell it? you what, i let him jump my shark. Am I right? That's seventy show. For similar reasons to the one above. Uh, but also Mila Kunis. Hmm. New Girl, mainly because of Zooey Chanel. Pervy, pervy Tommy. Yeah. Futurama. I often wonder what it would be like to be in a cartoon or to be a cartoon. I often wonder that. Often, Do you? I think that was the first time I have ever thought about it. I think I'd probably be like an alien of some sort, like a smart-mouthed, wisecracking merchant that would get his comeuppance in some horrific fashion. Oh, I'd like to say that. Yeah. Arrested Development. Uh, working with the uh, working on the frozen banana stand with maybe would be awesome, maybe. Yeah, really? Yeah, she's like the freckles,
1: eighteen maybe. or something, in that. Don't say what you're about to say. Carry on.
0: Swallow it down. I absolutely wouldn't be in Mister Bean in any way, shape, or form. That's aimed directly at El Chapo, and her children, who, who believe that I for some reason, believe I look like Mr. Bean, I don't know why, it's weird. It's always sunny, Uh just chilling in the bar, watching the gang's plans unfold would be pretty cool. Uh, Blackadder, the time-travelling aspect would be class, you know, how it's different seasons, obviously different places, Uh but I'd be, I'd probably end up being Baldrick's servant, so I'd be like below Baldrick, yeah. so he would pass all the hate built up from how Blackadder treats him down to me. Mm. Self-esteem's obviously in my boots at the minute, Ross. Uh, I think we need to have a I just need a hug. Really, that's all I need. We'll have uh, one
1: right I'm too... I'm tied up okay. right now. That's the only way
0: I do these podcasts. Uh, finally, what about Only Fools and Horses? Uh, I'd be like a smart-mouthed, wise-cracking merchant that always get his uh, comeuppance in some horrific fashion. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, and do you know be, why I
1: like it? Because it said finally at the start. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: and I'd probably be an alien as well. Oh, right. That would be a good crossover, actually. There you go. So let's move on then to the head. Sprouts answers... Right, head stuffings, uh, head sprouts, head parsnips, head mash, head roast potatoes. Do you see what the theme is there? I do. Yes, head turkeys, turkey crabs, turkey crabs. Right. Let's see what the turkey crabs had to say for themselves. Chris Dubs. Now we sent an email in. um, He talked a bit about uh, something else as well as the um, sitcom answer. So, nice. hello, gents. First up, it would be remiss of me not to wish you both a very happy 50th episode. Ah, that's nice. Kind laughter. Congrats on making it to half a century of raucous retro reports. He knows that we like alliteration. And unlike a lot of long-running series, you've managed to keep raising the bar in terms of quality. You think I wrote this? Did, I was <laughs> going to say, did you pay him? Uh, <laughs> inside Ross's mind being a great example of recent excellent innovations. Bless him.
1: Wow. Also, I would say... Like, you're one in a million, literally, <laughs> to think that. Me?
0: No, oh, not you. Right. So, well done. Give each other a hearty pat on the back and savour that sip of beer and even more with even more fervour than usual. Well, okay, I'll hang on, we have a sip of beer. Pat on me back. You join in? Thanks. That felt nice, out. I'm acutely aware of how much I have a tendency to ramble. So I'll get to the main point of this month's email as soon as I can. You'll sit well in this fucking podcast, <laughs> but not before a quick word on last month's offering. Mm. Scarily, get it? Do you get it? Scarily? Oh, I ever did that last month. Good work as always, it out, of course. By the way. Did you? I know now my psycho pumps from my poltergeist, so thanks a lot for that. A special mention must be made for the toilet haunting antics of one boiler bill. <laughs> <laughs> I was, to use the parlance of our more raggy contemporaries, proper creased by that story from Rosie <laughs> It also made me remember we had another similarly ghostly rumour at oh, our middle school. Spooks! Can't believe I forgot to mention this for last episode, but anyway. Rather than boil a bill, we had to watch out for the ghostly antics of <laughs> minor 69er Blackjack. Now, I get the Blackjack part of his name, but quite where the 69er part came from, I have no idea. Not sure I want to is, either.
1: Isn't there the, that weird game before Manic Miner? Miner, what's it called? Miner 99er, is it? Oh, Maybe. But the 69er is just... Something 't um, entirely, isn't it? Well, mm. Tom could answer that question. <laughs> hey.
0: Funnily enough, I never witnessed any of his antics myself, but I did have fellow classmates swear to me they had laid eyes on old Jack in the school grounds. Rather bizarrely, he seemed to be sighted up trees a lot, Whoa. which makes no sense to me. Surely a miner would prefer more ground with stalking? <laughs> Sounds more like something Boiler Bill would get up to when he was born <laughs> <and> cruising the <laughs> toilets. <laughs> Shut fucking Boiler Bill in the fucking elm tree. No, it's minus 69. Huh? Yeah. Thanks for keeping us honest. Anyway, moving on to this month's jaunt into Ross's mind. I have to admit, you've really come up with a great mind melter again, Ross. That's indirect. Oh,
1: thanks, but I actually think it was more you, wasn't it?
0: No, this was this is yours. You blame a lot. Tweaked slightly by the producer to Mm. just add that bit about what would you do? Okay. Um, My favorite so far, he says. Mm. I've thought, I've thought. I was flagging before I heard all this. It's it's (laughs) given us a bit of (laughs) bit of a jolt. I've thought long and hard about this one and had a lot of close calls. Was very difficult to pass on. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Would love to be part of the Paddy's pub crew. Uh, If they were ever going to make a new series of The Absolutely Brilliant Spaced, it would definitely be Uh, amazing to hang with Daisy, Tim, Mike, Marsha and Brian too. Wash your cock. Do you remember that bit? Or wash your penis.
1: (laughs) The funny thing about that is I get that because I remember when space like ended, there was this funny melancholy feeling of Mm. like, just there was such a, that was what was good about space.
0: There was something relatable. Like, you wanted to be there? Yep. You wanted to be with them, sort of Definitely. thing? Our generation, like, it was that, that was perfectly timed, wasn't it? That was kind of, like, kind of where a lot of us were in my life, almost. But it was nice, though, that they carried on, that essentially that group of them carried on to make, like, the, the Cornetto trilogy. Ah! Oh, which I, I watched recently, you know. Yeah. I watched um, Shaun the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and then World's End within, like, about a week of right. each other. Because I listened
1: back to the Halloween special where i said that my least favorite of the of them mm. is actually Shaun Ladad. Uh-huh. My favorite is Hot Fuzz. Uh-huh. And i think The World's End is just it's because a lot of people shit on it, but i yeah. think it's actually pretty good.
0: You know what, when i watched it again, i thought it was all right. I did. I, I thought it was it did the same thing that all three of them have done, where it gets it takes a normal sort of town or village or situation yeah. and just fucking goes mad, goes totally rage. It's a huge, like, sort of undercurrent of corruption or like mm-hmm. something going on that you don't know about, and they just try to get as much out of the budget as possible with the special effects and stuff. I fucking love Shaun. I still love Shaun the Dead. I do. I think it's I think it's just really well mm-hmm. well uh, uh, pitched and stuff like. I just think it's brilliant um hot fuzz again i really like hot fuzz as well and i actually do the first time i saw world's end i was on a plane and i thought it was bit crap but i watched mm-hmm. it again like i say and I, I liked it i did like it i think the reason
1: i might have liked world's end more than a lot of people is i watched it at the cinema it's uh-huh. just like uh the last of uh, the batman trilogy mm-hmm. you know the christopher nolan ones uh-huh. with bane i watched that at the cinema and um it was the first one i'd seen mm. And I started to realize that's why you should watch Nolan's movies on a big screen. Right, it's the weakest probably of the three. Yeah. But I have such a soft spot for it because it's so spectacular. Yeah. I'm not saying the world's ends like that, huh. but I had such a good time watching it. I think everyone shot on it, and yeah, now when I see it, saying, I was it like, did.
0: "This is pretty good." What the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. No, I was I was surprised when I rewatched it. Like. So. In the end, I had to go, as Chris again, in the end, I had to go for Curbier Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pass up the chance to do a spot of ad-libbing and to bounce off the fantastic Larry David. Curb is one of those shows where I never thought I would actually like it until I sat down and watched it properly. I can definitely relate to a lot of situations Larry finds himself in. Maybe not sharing the carpool lane with a prostitute or injuring Shaq O'Neal at a basketball game, though. And it always seems like they have an absolute blast on set. It's definitely a comedy of mannerisms and human nature, and to me that's why it strikes a chord so much. It also doesn't have a quirky gimmick or tries to be too pretentious, it's just well funny. Yeah, I'd love to be returning supporting character on it, being the recipient of a very large inheritance I could move next door to Larry and slowly become Leon's go-to weed deal, I reckon. I'm sure it wouldn't be too much of a stretch for me to play a Geordie Stoner. <laughs> I can see some good comedy mileage and Larry always struggling to understand what I was saying and getting increasingly annoyed at how much time I'd be spending around the house with Leon. Which one's Leon?
1: Leon's, is he not the black lad that he lived with him for a little while? Ah, okay. He lived with the family when he split up with, um, what's it called again? Larry's partner. I can't remember. It's, so long since i've seen me too and i've realized i haven't watched the last series no because it's not available on anything i own
0: same exactly yeah although i'll probably find out it is like seinfeld's on amazon but i didn't i didn't realize
1: and then also that doesn't sometimes stop me so i should really get on that Mm.
0: Um, Throwing some foul mouthed exchanges with Susie and some hanging out with Jeff oh, maybe as a terrible golf buddy, which would annoy Larry even more. And I'd be a very happy guy. In fact, it would be pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> you know, oh, sorry, pretty, pretty, pretty good.
1: When I get work done on the house, when I was like, when I first moved into my house and I had to get people around and I would explain to them what I needed doing and then. I would look at them when they give us that kind of estimate uh-huh. and it was like that <laughs> Kirby enthusiasm, But you know he's like looking them up and down good yeah. and you're trying to like work out are they taking the piss out yeah. of this like I don't understand what's <laughs> going on
0: you uh, finish this with I look forward to hearing what other people have went for cheers dudes and happy 50th and then two beers uh, cheers emoji which nice. Is really nice thank you Chris yes thank you very much wonderful next up we've got Davy. That's Kelly's stepdad. And no, he really? said, "Oh yeah. you know, Sorry. a rather bawdy fashion, he said, hello, hello, so that he can be interrogated by Helga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was growing
1: up and I was young, I did fancy um, a couple of women on hello, hello. I mean, I was young at the time. Renee. Like that, that was one of them, wasn't it? It was, the, you, you know, Renee, right? Mm-hmm. How he had two women working. For yes. Him. Uh, and there was one that resurfaced recently. Was she in the jungle? Oh, maybe. I don't know. But it was the other one. Mm. My God, she was like this. the dark hair. Yeah, she was like mm. small, like petite. Her, mm. And like she was dressed as like a chambermaid. <gasps> I mean. Oh my God, yes.
0: <laughs> that was my <laughs> sexual, sexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know her name. We didn't even realize God bless that. you. I know. Next up, Stu. I'm going to be a carpet fitter in the West Wing who never gets his job done due to being interrupted by their constant walking and talking. Now, I asked him, is West Wing technically a sitcom? And, he, and it's not. He, he was went, not fuck sitcom. you, Tom. Fuck he you. said, oh, fuck this you just coming up with this. Because that's a brilliant answer. Um, and it turns out, obviously, it's not. But Spin City was a sitcom. So I said, did you mean Spin City? And he went, uh, yeah. Because they that's based in like a mayor's office. And they do a lot of walking and talking. So, so is Veep. Yeah. Could be Veep. Could be any with of the those. the
1: lovely girl from, girl, woman from. Elaine. Yes. Uh,
0: Zoe um, Julia Dreyfus. Yes. Hang on, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes. yes. Yeah. Big Dollar Rob next. My answer for the sake of it, I'd be in Frasier and I'd be Roz's chair. That'd be my job in the show.
1: <laughs> wow, I'm glad. You know something, I'm glad, Big Dollar, that you're going <laughs> down to our level and I did yep. have a bit of a soft spot for Roz.
0: He says, because uh, when you mentioned Frasier, uh, I said, oh, Daphne, and he went, no, I was uh, actually a Roz guy. Yeah, me too. I would definitely... I'd say you've got more of a chance for Roz as well, like... How oh, fucking she's a lot more promiscuous. Come on, she was. That's like
1: slagging me off and Ross Yeah, Daphne's just annoying. Yeah, she was.
0: Oh, fucking, on Daphne with, from with a Manchester accent. But she's
1: actually from England. Yeah, the Manchester accent. her Manchester accent. Is she was. Like she was from Manchester, worst. wasn't she? Like in, in the, the, the show, show, but it's yeah. the worst fucking accent I've yeah. ever heard in my life.
0: All right, mate. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm
1: mad for it. That was all right, wasn't it?
0: Stu actually is from Manchester, so you can judge me on that. Mm. Inspector Fogg.
1: Oh yeah. Oh. He's coming out of the fog, is he? Of yeah. a pipe, and he's and just this like big I don't know,
0: coat and like mm. elaborate
1: like booms and shotguns are going off yeah. and stuff.
0: You hear from him a little bit later on in this episode actually oh. sending a message. But for now he goes, I would be Dog D O G, who is Colombo's pooch. I'll stop that. In the many series of that, totally best detective show ever made. Peter Falk was a really cool fella too, a real gent. So good to celebrate him and his bestest friend, Fog.
1: That's a good one. Is it a sitcom?
0: You're the governor of the rules here. Yeah. Just one more thing. I've just I mean, got to annoy you more.
1: It's that just in funny. the end, you just it's like this podcast. Yeah. You know, like, oh yeah, all right, I killed yeah, someone. Whatever. And they're like, sending us down and they like, thank God, because I can get out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. Rhett. Hey, Lair Inhabitants, and a merry holiday season to you all. few things here. I couldn't just answer the question. What sitcom universe would I like to live in? Hard one, this. Do I go USA or UK? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the one I would most like to live in would be Cheers. Sat in the pub all day, I would be sitting in the corner drinking beer and shouting random insults at people. Hey, you fucking little shit! Plus young Woody Harrelson (laughs) is stupid and funny. Where everybody knows your name. Diddle, diddle, diddle. But like I said, I couldn't just answer without some chatting about sitcoms. It's so easy to get one wrong, as many, many have. But won't go into that. Is he referring to Inspector Fogg? I want to talk about ones I love. USA. Can't have a list without friends. Enjoyable and easy to watch. How I Met Your Mother. Rules of Engagement. South Park. Is it a sitcom? Yes, it is. At seventy, show... If 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 Simpsons is a sitcom, then uh, Rules uh, South Park must be. No,
1: because um, or oh, is
0: it satirical comedy?
1: Oh, uh, let's not get bogged down. Okay. Let's just go. That
0: seventy show. I don't care if I get slagged off. I like the seventy show. I know
1: he's saying that pointed at me because I hate it. I would <laughs> rather get like even with
0: Mila Kunis. I mean actually hang on because she's like she was actually fifteen at the start when the start. Of, Whoa. Uh, yeah, so oh dear, oh dear. The, late, no. the last series. No no <laughs>
1: no <laughs> just the last series. <laughs> that was me oh, re- yeah. that was me oh,
0: no. <laughs> rewinding time. Okay. But my favourite, the Simpsons. Don't need to go into why, as I'm sure everyone knows it's awesome. Hmm. Now I take I take great uh what's the word? I don't know what the Umbridge. word is. That's a good word I don't, know it? if it's the I right don't even know if it's correct well, that's uh, What I'm about to hear I, I'm not sure about this one um, UK Two pints of lager And a packet of crisps Come oh, on but I lo-
1: I like uh, Sheridan Smith oh,
0: She's going to crop up later oh, on In this God. episode We'll mention her <laughs> again Is it got something to do with And I'm sorry She's <laughs> awesome I'm sorry listener. But Would you say that Sheridan Smith Is like Sort of Uber British chick I think
1: she's, um, I'd like to think a lot about Sheridan. I've never (laughs)
0: seen you flush to this extent. This is...
1: I feel that it would be bad to say it. she's went slightly off the rails recently.
0: Uh, she, uh, she, I think she might have lost her mum and she like mm. had a, 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 spir- a spiraled into depression a little bit. Bless her. I, I didn't know all of those things. think uh, she had a bit of a rough time recently.
1: All I know is she done a fucking special on ITV where she was singing like fucking swing tunes. Ah. that was god awful. Right. Okay. Well, why would that be even on ITV? I, I was flicking through the channels. ITV. I was like, oh, Sheridan Smith. I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs>
0: No, she's um yeah. No, she's um yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, she crops up later on in this episode. Okay, How I Met Your Mother, uh, Rules of Engagement. Um, hang on, no, I've gone back. I've gone back too far, guys. I've gone back too far. I've lost myself. All right. Red Dwarf, Only Fools and Horses, Still Game. Ooh, question that one as well. That is that the one with Lee. From um, Lee Mack. Lee Mack. No, yeah. that's
1: not going out. I think.
0: All oh, right. Okay. Still game. I don't know what still game is. Then.
1: I'm not sure. There's so much. Um... Oh, there's so much in. The... There's so much.
0: So much. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much. Uh, the IT crowd. Fair enough. Well, we watched that recently, Kelly and I. Yeah. Bottom. Good one. you wouldn't want to live in? You wouldn't
1: want to live in Bottom's fucking universe, though, would you? Who. Because, uh, for instance, I'm going to do a thing now, right? And this will time date this. Quarter past seven and all's crap.
0: <laughs> I think we should. uh, We should. Recreate all of the episodes of Bottom, and we could play. i will be Rick, and you could be Eddie. What do you oh, I'd like that? Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? But not record it. Just can I like... cut your finger off? Yeah, sure. And then
1: stick it on my nose. But we'll
0: just do it. like... There's just... no
1: time for merriment. <laughs> of course, it is. It's Christmas.
0: <laughs> but we we wouldn't like record it and put it on YouTube. It would just be the two of us just doing it for fun.
1: Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. Well, I get to punch you a lot and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> bring, bring, bring! Oh, that was...
2: <gasps> who is it? <laughs> And he hits them The have got Jenny
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant um, Black books Good choice And my all time favourite which uh, oh, My all time favourite which showed how to do it right Father Ted God I love Father Ted Anyway enough from me and I'm sure there is loads of good ones I've forgotten but I'm writing this on the bus And we are nearly at my stop So bye bye You've got to kick Bishop Brennan up the ass <laughs> Um,
1: actually the whole Father Ted thing I did live through a very similar experience if anyone can remember the whole um, where they have to make a song right they have to make a song Mm -hmm. and um, you know the they take away the scene and it comes back mm. and they've been there for ages and like at this point Father Ted's losing his shit a bit uh-huh. and he's saying to Dougal just play the fucking note right. <laughs> I experienced that moment with Tom in Dr. Crend oh, right. when we were
0: recording a particular song is that when you um I was getting you to sing Yes, yeah, the same the goddamn line over and over again. But that was the sort of the difficult third album, wasn't it? Or fourth album. That's it was what so difficult, happened. the band disbanded. They would talk about it in the documentary of of the band. It'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah, and I was in the recording of... Uh, of uh, Doctor's... Uh, no doctor's penis. I was in the recording doctor's
1: of uh, Grandpa's Poop. penis, Grand and I, penis I remember the the <laughs> guys coming up with this idea. And Tom <laughs> was a complete ass. <laughs> this is the recording guy saying this, and I was, <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. That was a rough moment, but we we got through it. Yeah, we did. I wanted to ask about uh, Bottom. Do you know who, what, what the name of the band was that recorded the theme the bum notes? Excellent.
2: <laughs> Absolutely fabulous.
0: <laughs> um, it's actually. Uh, Ed Edmondson's band that recorded the the cover of, of, Wheels on Fire. Do you know who wrote Wheels on Fire? Wheels on fire. Was it his wife? Rolling down the road. Well, his wife is Jennifer Saunders, isn't it? It was at that point. Yeah. No. Um. It's. It was originally. What's his name? Who did uh, Johnny's in the basement? Oh, Bob Dylan. I think it was Bob Dylan originally.
1: Really? Uh-huh. Fact check that, and you'll find out all of that's incorrect.
0: Fuck it. Let's carry on. P.S. Yet again, the game for the community challenge is frustrating. P.P.S. I hope everyone enjoyed Gunnar's play of this episode, as I really enjoyed recording it with you guys. A little kissy face emoji with a little heart. Rhett. Wow, that's lovely. But do you think that's um, appropriate? A little kissy face emoji. I mean, but I do. You, I'd you do? I do. like on tongue, it. Wouldn't it? Mm, full on tongue. Next up, the life bath. I would choose absolutely fabulous, but I would only do that if I could actually be Patsy. Well, that's not the rules of the game, Kelly. Come on. Come on. Wow. Stop this. Again. Oh, Every don't time think with outside this. the box. Ah, so she gave another answer. I would be in the good life. Now, I think what she means there is the good place, uh, because she says, yes, I would be dead, but I would be mates with Eleanor, and we would drink margaritas and solve problems of the universe. The good place will crop up later on in this episode. Okay. T-1000. By the way, yes. good
1: answers. And also very fill, uh, female focused because uh, Louise's sister and her friend went to some party dressed as the two from um, Absolutely Fabulous. Oh, really? And it made me think that, I, and I'm, I'm honest about this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not making a statement. Okay. I think Absolutely Fabulous, from my point of view. Is pure dog shit. Okay. Like, I do not find it funny mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking, just like when I watched Ladybug, this movie, uh-huh. from a female point of view, I was thinking, maybe that's just male, like, you know, like, women have to watch stuff that's male oriented. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm glad it exists, just not for me.
0: I like it. We're, we're, we're what, actually do watching you? it again at the moment um, when we have a tea. You know, I really like it. There's Maybe some really, really funny moments. You have really a
1: strong moments. feminine side than mm, I do,
0: yeah. It's fine.
1: Yeah. yeah. In this uh, fluid S- sexuality and blah, Absolutely, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Pan, Edit I'm, me out of this conversation. <laughs> oh, I'm going down a hole.
0: Yeah, I'm pansexual. That's an actual thing. Yeah, uh, I know it is, T1000. Don't, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the sitcom question was a difficult one I'm going to have to go with Being an undercover frog lover On League of Gentlemen he befriends be <laughs> friends And tries to replace one half of the Harvey's breeding toads With a frog so as to weaken the toads Genetic purity Not that I've thought about it too much Spaced, always sunny and Alan Partridge Were difficult ones to leave behind though Excellent, uh, excellent uh, answer Excellent answer Possibly my favourite answer, so as everybody else, but that was an
1: excellent... Would you want to live in their universe or do your head in?
0: Yeah. What is it? Um. There'll be no... Or what does it say? It's, There'll be no... Something We here. don't use the F word here. Yeah. Or
1: is it the T word? That's what I was thinking about that. I, I want, want to see the them self, live. A self-lowering toilet seat. I want to see them live uh, just this year. Really? Yeah. Um. It. The Sunderland one. Wow. And my girlfriend had got the tickets. I didn't go with my girlfriend with someone else. Mm-hmm. We're right up the top. It was dizzying. I'm I'm quite um, bad with heights, uh-huh. as is covered. And uh we're sitting down, and it started. And we're like getting... Because I have seen them before. I've seen them at um, the City Hall. All right. And it started. And there was these two, this couple down, just a couple of seats down the row, just finishing everything like all the stuff it's tubes you know like that's a reference to their own joke about that sort of thing yeah and it just continued 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 until some dude just like he looked like so mild-mannered he just had had enough he went well you just shut the fuck up (laughs) i could see the rage in his eyes and uh god bless him
0: yeah well done i hate that shit like but that's kind of the essence of comedy it seems as always ends up being like catchphrases and it must be dead frustrating if you if all of your comedy that you've spent hours writing just boils down to a catchphrase or something that people latch on to
1: yeah but they were like ending the scene they were like oh uh, so he's gonna say wank or something uh, god i don't know fuck's like,
0: sake going to say tim Cop next he's back he's back making your way in the world today takes everything you've got making make from all your Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot.
1: Wouldn't you like
0: to get away? Uh, Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came. You want to be where you can see uh, our troubles are all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name. You want to go where people know people are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name. I'd happily sit by Cliff and Norm and talk bollocks all evening. Get beers from Woody and flirt with Diane. What's not to love? I'm not sure what influence I'd have, but we'd have a laugh.
1: Cheers! I think it's the Werner Herzog documentary. Um, It's called Wild Man, Mm. about the guy who got killed by bears. Mm. And there's a weird crossover. That guy, he tried for the role of the Woody. Oh, really? character and he, he didn't get it and it, it kind of like caused him to
0: send him into a, a bear obsession. have you seen that documentary is that the one where he makes a bear suit is that that one mm, no oh. i have seen is That,
1: that the bear suit yeah he, yeah no yeah um he gets so familiar with them that he's like he's in the river with them and like salmon
0: Hi, like, and then one day the bears go. This guy won't fuck off. Swipe dead.
1: No, they actually attack his tent, and um, he didn't play the audio. You should watch that documentary.
0: Oh, is the audio of him getting killed? He oh, he doesn't
1: play it because Verna is a nice guy. Oh. And also, did don't everyone check out what Verna said about the Mandalorian?
0: About Baby Yoda?
1: Yeah. God, I love. What did he say? I don't want because it it has like potential spoilers about. Oh You've just spoiled by saying Baby Yoda. Well, the
0: fact that there's a Baby Yoda because well, if, if listeners, if you listen to part two of this special, mm-hmm. uh, you will have heard Tom refer to the Baby Yoda anyway uh, when we were talking about uh, Disney Plus and mm-hmm. the Mandalorian. Yeah, the fact that there's a Baby Yoda in that <laughs> series <laughs> basically makes me think, fuck that series, like because how, man? Because Kelly went, oh, is there? <laughs> is there uh, she said, is there? Um, is the Ewoks in it as well? And I said, you're probably fucking all sorts. There's probably a baby Wookiee. There's probably be baby fucking everything. It's like, baby. baby Groot, fucking babe, excuse no, man. me, sir. Baby, I don't think <laughs> no. there will be. Baby Groot ruined everything. Baby Groot ruined everything because it's just fucking, oh, let's, let's make something look cute. Fuck off, man. I want gritty stuff. I want the Mandalorian to be gritty as fuck. That's what I wanted. And oh, you're just, putting a baby Yoda in it. Fuck off. You stupid fox.
1: Wow, this is the normal, the type of rants that come from yeah. me. And we carry on.
0: Poppy Setch, Big Bang Theory. I'd be a nerdy little worker at the comic book store. My thing would be always correcting Sheldon on law. And then suddenly staring at La Camera with a proper Nancy smirk. A Nancy smirk. Nancy smirk. smirk. Andre. Is oh, Andre? I don't think Andre is at his best at the moment. Really? He says, is there any sitcoms that involve the main character topping himself and then like 12 episodes of No People? I don't want to meet new people, otherwise, it's just as shit as reality. Wow. Uh, and I was like, Are you okay? And he said, Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, so I was like, Okay. And then he said, I, I said, Do you want to submit a different answer? And he said, I would like to live in the sitcom Walking Dead as a zombie. That way I could live my life in hope hope that some fucker will shoot me in the head and end my miserable existence. And this is a week after I met with him and we had one of Lola Jean's burgers, which are the best burgers in possibly the universe.
1: I know why this has happened now. Man. I'm afraid right. it's you. <laughs> it might well be, yeah.
0: Uh, this, the burger wasn't enough to make him feel overjoyed when I was in the, his presence. Now, we have a message from someone that we have not heard from in quite some time. Really? A welcome return to Michael. A welcome, welcome return. He's risen. Who knows? 2020, maybe he'll return to the lair. Oh, I'd love that. He's always welcome. Always welcome. He's in the top 10. He's absolutely in the top
3: 12. (laughs) I don't know how many. I want to be fair to everyone. I'm not (laughs) slagging anyone off.
0: He says, Greeting, Head Crab, it's your boy Michael, the living male, the only lad of his name, the real deal of life, Michael. You know him, let's hear it for Michael. Okay, sitcom, go. I choose to be a supporting character in a sitcom, and it's a sitcom what is so cleverly created that allows for complete and total free reign in terms of like whatever the writers fancy doing. I choose you, Red Dwarf. I don't know my character yet but they'd like to be from a planet that existed solely of people who understood each other's right to free speech. yet enforced a culture where nobody could say anything through risk of offending. A planet where its sole inhabitants were of one of only two genders, yet preferred to create their own fictional ones. A world whose people voted to grant control of important matters to the worst of their species, realize they they'd chosen unwisely and then do the same again and again, only to complain as though they knew better. The crew of the Red Dwarf would land, explore the planet, come across our new character, and then another just like them, then more just like them, before learning that a more primitive version of the race had died out from an internet outage, who turns out to be the real character, and who had no specific appearance or persona, yet could be offended by the mere existence of words and thoughts. A brief encounter involving a Vindaloo, a Toaster, some embarrassing misunderstandings, and the cat's ego result in the group being the victims of a severe protest and accusations that the planet's climate has changed due to the exhaust fumes from Starbug and Lister's post-curry-methane output. The crew leave with a new understanding of what is right and what is absolutely fucking ridiculous. (laughs) IRL, that's in real life, my character would be instantly relatable to all living viewers today and show many traits they would warm to or loathe and would become the topic of debate across the whole of modern media for like a week because, you know, life gets in the way and all. Well, I had a lot of fun today. P.S. Hello, Ross. No need to say hi to Tom because I only just saw him while we legit shared burgers. You see, proof. Lots of like, your boy, Michael. The living male, the only lad of his name, the real deal of life, Michael.
1: Wow. I am took aback by that. And also, that's a lot better than the recent (laughs) Red Dwarf episodes that have
0: permeated. He sounds like that planet is not too far from home. Hmm thought provoking that's mm, what I'm saying indeed well that's all from this month's Inside, Inside Ross Mind Top 10 media experiences in 2019. I like it, it's descriptive and accurate. Gets the point, doesn't it? So we're going to talk about the top 10 TV shows, games and movies, and any honourable mentions. Also, for the games, we're going to talk about ones that we're looking forward to, just briefly, because there's, okay. there's one particular game that we want to mention, and I thought, thought that was a good way of crowbarring that in.
1: Yeah. Oh, Nice.
0: Start with TV. Um, do you have any honourable mentions? TV,
1: we're talking mm-hmm. about first. I don't roll that way, so okay. I'll let you list yours, well, and I will flick through my pages of notes.
0: I'll blast through my Honourable Mentions, and then we'll do one, 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 ones, or ones, and ones, and ones, I like that, yeah. One, yeah, one, yeah, one, awesome. Like well, Honourable Mentions, I just wanted to say, Peaky Blinders 3, 4, and 5 series or seasons, I've watched those. Uh, American Vandal 2, uh, The Orville Season 2, uh, White Gold Season 2, Dairy Girls Season 2, Santa Clarita Diet Season 3, which has now been cancelled, which is a shame, because I really enjoyed Santa Clarita Diet. Glow Season 3, enjoyable. Uh, Staff Staff Let's flat Season 2, that was very close to being in my top 10 because I fucking love that show, it's so funny. Um, Black Mirror, I mentioned it because I watched it, but if you want to know more about that uh, or our opinions, see episode 46.5. House Through Time, did you see that? That was really cool, that was a guy who, um, a historian who... Talks through the history of this house on Westgate Road in Newcastle. Oh, I did. see. I saw bits and pieces. I want to catch up on that. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. Uh, Maniac. Yeah, I only watched a few episodes. I didn't really enjoy it, to be honest, but I just thought I'd put it on there. Um, Disenchantment. Didn't have enjoyed that. Series one and we're partway through season two.
1: I didn't like season one at all. No,
0: I, I like the fact it's kind of a, it's a bit took like the BoJack Horseman style of um, cartoon or animated series where it's a story that keeps going and it doesn't just um, keep going back to the reset every single time.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that, mm. Mm.
0: Mm. The Russian Doll. Um, we've talked about that before in, in, in an earlier episode this year. Uh, the Ted Bundy tapes, which uh, I thought was haunting as fuck. Yes. And we'll talk a little bit more about Ted Bundy when we get to the movies part. Oh, interesting. Mm. Schmidt's Creek, kind of a Stick it on the background comedy series, and Watchmen, which was... have oh, you started watching
1: that? Have you, have you started watching Watchmen? <laughs> uh.
0: Episode four, apparently, episode five is a biggie, um, and I do enjoy it very much. So, but it, it it was pipped at the post by another superhero TV show. Awesome, let's go. Top 10. So that's my honorable mentions, Ross. Do you want to kick it off? Kick off the top ten with your first of the top ten for TV? In
1: in no order, the boys. Oh,
0: that was the one that watch Watchmen at
1: the post for me. Awesome, so it doubled up, yeah. Yes. For me, um Homelander.
0: Yeah. I was <gasps> What a character.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was unsure about it. I thought the first two or three uh, two episodes were mm-hmm. a bit like whatever. Yeah and also it's by the same comic book writer who done Preacher. Oh, and ah. I didn't really like the Preacher series and also Louise hated it, so I didn't watch it. Right, okay. Like, I watched two episodes and they just burned out on yeah. it. Yeah. And I'd never read any of the, the boys' um, comics. Mm-hmm. So I started watching it. And initially, I was like, I'm not sure about this. But it's just, it works yeah. quite well. It's not awesome. It does have a few mm-hmm. ish. I have a few issues with it. But I just thought, for me, Homelander. And there's one scene. I think the scene series. Uh, sorry, episode... Maybe four or five mm-hmm. where there's two big moments that happen. I was like, it was worth it for that. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy when you think about it. Like you've watched seventy hours of T V, mm-hmm. but there were good moments.
0: Just the power that he's capable of is just terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying.
1: I uh, and the wee plays it is he's, mm. he's really, Brilliant. really cool. And the ending as well. Yeah. Like I'll not spoil really it good. for anyone. I think it's worth watching the Towards what, completion.
0: Why they wanted Carl Urban to go with that that accent, I'll never understand.
1: Yeah, well they the one or two problems I have yeah, with him yeah. And the
0: in the I just think it's it just devalues a lot of the, the show. It's still I still absolutely loved it, but mm-hmm. it just takes every time he's on the in in a, in a scene, because yeah. he's he's brilliant, but just that accent you just think, Oh God, he should have just kept his own accent. I agree. Like yeah. why not just change the, the character a little mm-hmm. bit? Like I don't Totally. Know. Um. Yeah, well, that, that was on my list as well, so I'll go back to you.
1: Is that how it we'll works now? Yeah, fuck it.
0: Next up, and I think this might be on your list
1: as well. It may not, actually. Mindhunter.
0: Yay!
1: It's, it's on there. Well, we've talked about it before, so yeah. we'll not cover a lot of old ground. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you did say about the way they talk mm-hmm. did kind of, like, resonate with us. Yeah, very matter-of-fact. But I just, I thought season two... It, I, I might be in a bit of a minority. I thought I loved season one, but I thought season two in some ways was better. It was yeah. just,
0: it it changed season two was concentrate a lot more on the, the child killing uh, yeah. storyline, but it was, uh, it's, it's great. I love the production values of it. I love, is um, it Bill, mm. his car? Oh God, I love his car. I just love his car. A muscle car. Yeah. I'd love to see Tom driving around in a muscle car. Imagine. He's, he's sporting a beard. So I, try like... to, I try to start a muscle car up in, uh, was it part one of this, I think, when I saw started... Was that you? I think it was. I thought you
1: were playing, um... <laughs> 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 again.
0: That's my favourite part of this entire podcast ever. Existence. Okay. Back to you again, then.
1: And Right, okay, then. And I think I'll do the same thing again. Chernobyl. Yay! Yay. Now, haven't we learned that, um...
0: Retro Mike's going to go visiting. He is, he's going. He's going to Chernobyl for a stag do or something like that. That's distasteful, but still wicked. Yeah, I love it. I wonder how long he's got to go into quarantine for. Imagine he came back with a gift and it was a little bit of the containment <laughs> fucking thing on a keychain. Just Just And put, just frobbing, and put like, it on, bump, it just... Bump, bump, <laughs> bump.
1: I will say one thing, because I, I think we've talked about Chernobyl a lot. Yes. Like enough. Episode 46.5 again. But um, I've started watching The Terror... Oh. so the terror is something when I googled about good horror, fil- uh, horror series
0: uh-huh.
1: the terror came up and it's a kind of like I think it's an anthology thing uh-huh. where each series is different, but the first series is an amazing concept. It's Victorian people like stuck in um they they're stuck in the ice oh. they have being like navigating around mm-hmm. and there's two of them right. The reason I bring this up I'm only like three episodes through and I don't know if I rate it highly simply because of the production values okay but Jared Harris is in it
0: is that is the guy from Chernobyl yeah right okay
1: and his accent is unbelievably like it, it's on Paul of call
2: <laughs> right
1: oh, yeah, I don't know what he wants to be in it <laughs> it's fucking good though uh-huh. but it's it's the production values lets it down yeah him. it's a shame back to you again well, I think this might be on your list as well, then. Stranger Things Series 3. Yay,
0: baby! That, for me, was the best series so far. I think it was just perfectly perfectly written, perfectly paced. The way they split them up and then brought them back together again. Oh, man. What if... It was just fucking brilliant.
1: I, I think it was class. I just think the last couple of episodes, were f- what, it, it went very cheesy. Mm-hmm and um for me i found a slight problem Mm -hmm. but otherwise like i still think it was amazing Mm -hmm. some of the fucking like camera like tricks Mm -hmm. they talk about just i know you could cynically say oh they're just bringing back the 80s they're just doing all these nods but some of the fucking like the sunsets and Mm -hmm. the like the clever use of it was delightful. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed spending time with them. It took me ages to watch them though yeah. because we were watching them as a group. Right, okay. And um, that's one of the annoyances of that, but it was excellent. Much better than Series 2, which I thought yeah. was a bit of a misstep. Yeah, I agree. Series 1 and Series 3 are really good. And the music again yeah, was amazing. Amazing. Back to you again. Well, this won't be on yours. So mm. good. Uh Barry, Okay. um, I started watching Barry when I got uh, Now TV, I think it is. My friend had recommended it. It's about a hitman. Ah. And uh, Bill Hader's the hitman. Ah. And um, Stephen Root, who I think he's in Office Space. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He's like, he's Finder, sort mm-hmm. of thing. And uh, Harry Henry Wil- Wilkener, what's uh, it called? The Henry Fonz. Henry Wil- Wil-
0: Oh, what is his name? Wickler, Wink, Winkler. Winkler.
1: Winkler. Yeah, he's the f- he's like in it as well, and all excellent. He's class. I, I love
0: him in Arrested Development.
1: Oh, isn't that yes? Yeah, okay. he
0: plays like the the
1: lawyer. Well, in this, he's an acting like kind of like guru, and mm. he it's brilliant. Um, uh, disappointing was I wanted to watch season two, and it wasn't on fucking no
0: oh, Uh Good omens, really enjoyed that. Right. The Neil Gaiman and Terry Project adaptation. Uh, Had a massive cast like David Tennant, Nick Offerman, Michael Sheen, John Hamm, Michael McKean, Jack Whitehall, Francis McDormand as a narrator. Uh, brilliant. Really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Great. Visual. That's on
1: BBC, correct? Uh, yep. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. Back to I, you, baby.
1: I will be checking that out. And you might hear a flutter of papers as I turn this guy over. Let's get that page turned. Lufa. Oh. Now, believe it or not, it's not like I wouldn't like stand on a hill and go, Lufa's amazing. Uh-huh. It's cheesy and it's daft. But I've watched, like a year where I watched all of um, Call Co- of, what's it called?
0: Juarez. <laughs> no. Um, Call of the Wild.
1: There was one year where, where I watched a lot of,
0: Sherlock Line films. of duty.
1: Oh right, yeah. I watched all of Luther and I wouldn't say it's amazing, but it's daft mm-hmm. and it's entertaining. Okay, and I've watched like fucking five, uh, five seasons of that. Really? This year, I think it's worth seeing. Idris Elba, right? Yeah, Idris Elba's the main guy, mm-hmm. and it's it's all right, you know. It's on my
0: list, it's definitely on my list.
1: I wouldn't like. I wouldn't say it to anyone. Oh, it's amazing. Oh. But it's still, like... Watchable, yeah. It's still watchable, yeah. Uh,
0: next up for me, It's Always Sunny. And this is one from last year that you mentioned. Call and back, yeah. This year, I've watched all of them, up to, uh, apart from the latest series. So I haven't watched any of series 14, I think it is. I haven't either, as oh. well. Um, I just absolutely love it. Um, yeah. the, the worst part, I think, was when... I don't know if it was last series where... Um, Dennis wasn't in it as much because he had a new series apparently, uh, but apparently that's been cancelled, so he's back full time <laughs> in in series fourteen. How
1: they handled it was
0: funny though. He he, he left to uh, be with his baby or something or child, or something. wasn't it? Yeah, all?
1: it was just the way they tried to replace him and stuff, and then uh, they used like a blow up doll to. That's like, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. not so keen on that. I, I I think it had a sweet spot, mm. like a lot definitely, of series and stuff definitely. do. Like I think the like the the later like, four, five, six, seven, mm. they're the
0: Definitely. The boys, there basically. The one where they did the, the stage show of uh, Nightman or whatever it was. Oh, so yeah. It was just... There was some some <laughs> bits where I was like, nearly crying with laughter. It was so, so good. But yeah, I've done all them this year.
1: And Back to you. A One I went back to. So I wasn't very well. I think it was the start of the year. Mm-hmm. And I started watching Bob's Burgers again. Oh, yeah. So it's season nine and ten mm-hmm. I watched. And um, it's just... If any cartoon gets close to the simpsons it's bob's burgers okay because it's not like edgy it's not trying to be mean-spirited mm. or anything like that it's quite nice yeah and at the same sense it's funny mm. and you know when you like something and you, you you might watch it too much like i feel like i did that with aura sunny i feel like i watched too many of them too yeah, close yeah, together yeah, yeah. like uh. i was like oh this is awesome gotta watch some yeah. more. sometimes when you step back and I really enjoyed it, and it, it just it's it's like nice. Yeah, and I'm currently watching the new South Park mm. and the new Rick and Morty. Right, and both of which I think South Park's chugging along fine. I think the new Rick and Morty. Um, I've watched three episodes of it, and I think it's
0: pretty strong. Like, yeah, but is that on? It's on all four, isn't it? I haven't watched any of it yet. I
1: am not watching that on all four because I believe. All four would have adverts in it. And uh, I cannot be asked for yeah, that shit. That.
0: Uh next for me, what we do in the shadows. I really, really enjoyed that. Oh yes. Same. Uh yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Really, really good. Fine. It was nice to go back to that that universe. Um, I liked it was Matt Berry, the guy from Phone Jacker, um, Natalie. Uh, sorry, Natasha Dimitriou. Who I just oh, fucking love so much. Yeah, bad. I do find oh a, a bit...
1: Um. Dressed as a vampire.
0: Oh. Um, yeah, wonderful. Loved it.
1: I tried to watch that and I managed 20 minutes. Really? No, no, I managed 15 minutes and that turned off. Wow. I just... It's not for me. I, I think we're getting to this age now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Right, so this is a contentious one in my own mind. So uh, I put Game of Thrones season eight on. Mm. The reason being is it's the end of one of the best things I've ever seen. It's up there, like, but yet I despised the last two episodes. Oh dear! I did like the battle. So it was only like I think it was only six episodes long. Yeah, and I was so hyped. I remember that. Like I remember. I think listeners to the podcast know what I'm like. I'm mm. quite down, <laughs> and I remember I was I was wanting to watch. I think it was it was building up to the battle. Uh-huh. I was wanting to watch, and I was hype. I was bouncing off walls and stuff. Uh-huh. And when we we're watching, I was like, "This is awesome." Initially, I was disappointed by the end of it, but at the same time, I still tipped my heart to it. Yeah, this is the year I went to. Croatia, mm. experienced the beautiful architecture of Jabomnik oh. and seen where they're these places. And, you know, I don't think I'll ever get as hyped for something as I did with that Game of Thrones. And it was a letdown, but it's still one of my top ten.
0: Hopefully that there will be something that um, gets you that hyped. I think there will be.
1: Oh, there will be. Come out with somewhere, yes. Oh, fucking hell, wasn't Aye. expecting that. Aye.
0: Of course, yeah. The Witcher, maybe <gasps> that, that's that's something because we're I didn't actually plan that, but maybe we can just say stuff that we're looking forward to for the coming year, yeah. Um, This Time with Alan Partridge, another comedy series. I've got quite a few on here, actually. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that, really liked it. The first series,
1: what's that one?
0: This Time with Alan Partridge. What is
1: This Time with Alan Partridge?
0: You know, the, the TV show one he did where he's um presenting like this sort of magazine show. Uh, it's kind of like a rip-off of, um, or a parody of The One Show. Oh, of course I yeah. forgot
1: i watched that, yes.
0: No, I really enjoyed that. There was I some, did some like that, yeah. Moments, yeah. Hopefully there's another series coming. I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah, really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, it was good, that, yeah. Um, Sunland Till I Die. Oh, wow, okay. So I listened to Athletic moments as both would do. And um, I was thinking, you know, I might check that out. And I got really engrossed with it. I just, I loved how you see these different sides of how a football club has to be run. Yeah. Because I'm not really knowledgeable about no. football. I don't watch a lot of, I don't care really. Yeah. But it was interesting. And um, yeah, I really liked it. And I'm looking forward to the the next season. <laughs> And could Retro Mikey be in the next episode? Because he said he was there when we were filming.
0: Oh yeah, he did. Ooh, that that that's be one to look out for, listener. You can tell it's him because he's got a wonderful big beard. Next for me is Inside Number Nine. Because I finally started watching that. Um yeah. in like the second series, I think. hmm Um I I just love the way that their minds work. Like it's just it's just genius. Some of the stuff that they come up with. It was one on the train that I watched uh, with the the doctor on the train, yeah. uh, where they're all in the same room, the same cabin. Uh, the one with the demon, which was terrifying—the demon in the bed upstairs she was like, oh, sort of yes, looking after so the I house. Mean. But the one that really almost broke me, broke me in two, like a, a weakened twig. Right. When I was at my emotional, uh, I didn't I didn't feel like I was at a low point emotionally, but it it really really fucking got me. It was the one with Sharon Smith. Ah oh, yes, where she's um, no spoilers, no oh, spoilers at all. Yeah, I she's, know the one. Mean, it yeah. features her essentially, mm-hmm. and it's like it's almost like a ghost story. It's it's terrifying, like really spooky, but then you find out what's happening. And honestly, I was just in bits, absolutely fucking crushed. Um, brilliantly written, loved it, loved it. So yeah, that's on my list for sure. Love I know show. it's
1: um, a boring thing to say, or obvious, but they're very talented people. Yeah. And the way they split off and done different things, uh-huh. they're all like talented within their own right.
0: Or what's his face writing Sherlock Holmes and stuff yep. like that? Sherlock, like,
1: Well, he appeared in Game of Thrones as well.
0: Oh, really? What is wow. it?
1: What? Oh, it was on the tip of my tongue and then I'm not going <laughs> to...
0: It's gone. It's gone.
1: The last one, so there was a lot of like, mm, I don't know, but, I put the Madeleine McCann like series ah, right. on Netflix. Yeah, I watched through it, and I just found it fascinating. Mm. And I personally thought it was unbiased mm. because each episode, as it dragged on, mm. there'd be an episode where it would just centre on a particular thing, mm. and it would make you think, "All right, I'm sort on this." Yeah. As I'm talking about this, so I am very I'm very aware that I felt the same about Making a Murderer. Right, yeah, yeah. And yet, I despise and will not watch Making a Murderer Season yeah, yeah. 2 because I've realized how this game plays, it's sort of thing. Biased, sort of thing, you know. Yeah, it has a narrative, blah, blah, blah. But I found Madeleine McCann, I still didn't, like, is enjoy the right word. I still yeah. found it engrossing.
0: My last one is the Good Place. Uh, Ted Danson, uh, Kristen Bell. Uh, it's like they're in they're in heaven essentially, um, but she shouldn't really be there. That's the premise of the the start of the show, huh? where yeah. she she's in hell. But there's been a mistake, and she shouldn't really. Uh, sorry, she's in heaven. There's been a mistake, and she shouldn't really be there. Yeah. Uh, it's really cleverly written and engaging. And there's four or five series. I think it's the fifth one at the minute. Seasons. And it's coming to an end. So, this season's the last one, which is nice as well because you can put some closure on it. Yeah. But, yeah, really, really enjoyed that. Really, really good.
1: I so, might put that on my list, actually.
0: Yeah, I think you should. Um, so, stuff that I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to The Witcher. I think me I too. that's going to be fucking sweet. The Mandalorian, I think if we get Disney Plus, I'm going to watch that. What else? Mm, don't know. Don't know.
1: Well, I, I'm sure a new season of uh, Better Call Saul will be coming out. Right. And I've always found that a very strong um, show, mm-hmm. which I've been like for amazing. Mm-hmm. As a a collective... We have started watching Peaky Blinders, yeah, and we watched the first one again, Mm -hmm. and I still had my reservations with it, but we're going to plough through. I give um, an ultimatum in my own mind Uh that um, I'm going to give it four or five episodes and see how I feel, Mm. because there's a lot of people that I respect, Mm -hmm. say it's a good show, but I still really did not like that first episode, so we'll see.
0: I I love Peaky Blinders. I think it's the best thing the BBC potentially have ever made. Personally speaking. Really well, including like
1: the it. David Attenborough-like um oh, nature documentaries. Right, aside from that. Well, that's dramas. not very good praise.
0: <laughs> I want to I <laughs> watch The Wall World of Worlds as well, though. I've heard conflicting things about it. Some oh, people yeah. saying it's good, some saying it's bad. So I'll, I want to check that out as well at some point though. Oh, the also,
1: year. there's that series about the dark materials. Oh, of thing, yes, yeah. of
0: course. Yeah, I definitely want to watch that. That sounds class, looks class as well. At I've least heard really good things about it.
1: At least the BBC are making some stuff that's actually interesting to people.
0: They've got to. Of
1: of myself and you.
0: They have to, otherwise, um, they're fucked. (laughs) They're not fucked. Well,
1: At present, I can't opt out. Yeah, exactly. Even though it's dog shit, I don't.
0: Yeah. If it comes to the point, though, that you can opt out of it, then they'll be fucked.
1: Well, that's TV, anyway.
0: Yeah, it's TV. Thanks for listening. Next up, games. (laughs)
1: up games Mm. Uh, I've had a very tough time with games Mm. I've played a few games that really should have made this list Uh but they haven't because I haven't enjoyed them so first up Super Metroid right Mm -hmm. I finally got to play it a SNES classic yes and I loved it but I did find it annoying near the end right and I wonder if I could have ever finished that game back in the day right Maybe I don't have the right mind for it. Yeah, you think I would because I love Metroidvania games. Yeah. But yeah, I was finding it really difficult finding where the fuck I was. Yeah. And there's like a water place which adheres to all water places in every game Ah. that I've ever played, which was dog shit.
0: (laughs) Was there a mine level as well and a nuclear plant level? Thank God there wasn't. Now, I only played 11 games all year, Ross. Really? That's sad. You know, that's the life as a podcast. When you run a technology podcast, you don't have much time to yeah. play games. Um, so one I'll have to miss out, but I don't know which one it'll be. So let's go for the first one, Celeste. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely love that game. You mentioned it last year. I yeah, it was on my top 10. Yeah. Uh, really, really, really liked it. You said about the, because uh, I recently listened, listened to last year's. Christmas special mm. and you talked about the storyline like there was uh, there was one bit in particular that stuck with me where he's trying to get her to calm down because she's having a panic attack Yeah. That's, and you've got to yeah. make the feather sort of I, stain and I thought it was brilliant really really enjoyed it um I got. I finished it but then you could kind of go back and collect all the strawberries and stuff which I yeah, didn't do so I that. but then there was a DLC as well that came out I think or an update that introduced new levels and stuff but I Have never you went, went back, back to with... that because no, I didn't never yeah. did no it, it's like it's nice that the content's there but I finished I feel like I had my time with it I agree
1: with you In in like totally I feel like I've noticed this about myself. I like to play a game and then it's a finished book. It's like close the book. I do not want to go back. These
0: days, I don't want to have to keep going back to finish, to basically just relive the mechanics that you've already been through.
1: I know. That's the frustrating thing. It's uh, like, imagine picking up the guitar and trying to relearn some song that you've soldiered on and like got to the very fucking best of. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, that's a song that I learned Uh to its very end. Mm -hmm. And then having to relearn it, it's a frustrating experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't want to do that again?
0: No. Uh so to you back to you.
1: Steamworld dig, I mentioned it before. Yeah. A very short Metroidvania. I will be buying the sequel. I just thought it was like intriguing mm-hmm. and entertaining. I liked it. Mm.
0: I remember you mentioned it a few episodes ago. Um let's go next. There's a couple of games I'm not sure on, so I'll have to make a decision, but I'll say inside next.
1: Alright, I want to get that, yeah.
0: Absolutely love that game. It's by the same people who made limbo. Mm-hmm. Just just Brilliantly done! I smashed it, smashed it in just a few sessions. Uh, But it's just got some really, really nice mechanics, and just the ending was fucking mad, absolutely mad. Like it, I literally, almost literally, jaw dropping. Couldn't believe what I would what they'd done. It was just totally crazy. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed that.
1: A game I've been going through this month actually. um Going back to it actually, uh it was a Simon recommendation from way back when. The Binding of Isaac. Oh. So I completed it once and I was playing it a few times. So it's a roguelike game. But I got back into it. Mainly, I have to say, the reason I got into it was because I only had like a certain length of time to play on a game. And I thought, fuck it, I'll just play on this. Mm-hmm. And I have I think you meant to finish it 13 times and I've finished it six times now. Uh-huh. It's different every time and that's a roguelike sort of thing. But then it got me back into Edmunds Sense of like things, so yeah. he's got like that new game coming out, um, Bumba fucking, oh yeah, yeah, which the trailer is amazing. Uh, but then I bought Then um, There's Nye because I was like, wow, I'd missed that game. Mm-hmm. It's it's meant to be like his version of Super Meat Boy. Uh-huh. I'm slightly disappointed with it. I find, or maybe I've just changed, yeah. I, But I don't find it is is good as Meat Boy. Right. But we'll see. I'm only half the way through. But my pick is Biden of Isaac.
0: Q. So next we've got American Fugitive. Uh, it's like a top-down... It's like the original GTA, so it's all top-down. Oh, yeah. Um, it was pretty janky, but a, an honest and fun game. Um, The search feature was weird. You could like go into houses, but you couldn't actually see anything inside, so you just pressed a button and you searched a room. All so right. that hadn't actually like modelled the inside of the, the buildings and stuff. But that uh, was pretty cool, pretty cool. Worth Trying a, to save on money there. Yeah. Um, Money and time.
1: Next up for me, Hollow Knight. Well, lush design. I loved it. It was. I played it at the start of the year. I've mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. Amazing Metroidvania game. That would recommend mm. highly.
0: Hollow Knight. Heard about it a lot. Next, I'm going to say Firewatch. Now, it was. It wasn't that much happened in it, but it was just a nice journey. There was a couple of moments where I was like, <gasps> especially mm-hmm. like towards the end, it was like, oh wow, okay. Um, part of the story but it was it was mostly just kind of l- like listen to this relationship between these two people develop and kind of walk and it was like a walking simulator basically but it was it was it was enjoyable and I finished it so it's got to put it's got to go on there for that reason
1: next up Shadows Die Twice it was frustrating at times mm-hmm. but it still was class I still really enjoyed it I mean it pushed me to the very fucking end of me tether yeah. the, that last boss especially uh-huh. But I still loved the world, and I will be looking forward to the next From Software game. I just hope it's not all based on about fucking parries, because I uh. realised I ain't good at parrying. The
0: <laughs> um, witness next for me. Because I I played that about half probably about halfway through I think. Oh, you've got further than me. Uh, I just really liked it. Again, it's another kind of walking simulator thing, but with puzzles and stuff. I I just really liked it, and as we said before, we've talked about it before. Just mm. how different it is to these other games.
1: Yeah, I I, I love the design of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh it's strange for me to pick um a sandbox game. Yeah. But I love the story. I love the world. Mm-hmm. I thought I had problems with like the AI and some of the like there was a lot of clipping going on and stuff like that. Right. But I did really, really like it. Mm. The last boss was a stupid fucking slog. Like it wasn't <laughs> hard, it was just stupid what yeah. you had to do. But I still enjoy my time spent with that game.
0: Next for me would be World War Z. I Uh I almost didn't put this on the list because I forgot that it actually came out this year. Mm-hmm. But um it was earlier this year. And I was, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was really, really well realized. Um, the main mechanic is the, the zombies like flooding, yes. like like water essentially coming at you. Um, if you got a really good group of people together, it would be awesome. As good as Left for Dead, in, in my opinion, really, yeah, really, wow, really enjoyable. Yeah. Finally, a good game based on a movie license as well. It's been a long time coming. Oh, yeah, of course. So that's the one thing I didn't like about it. It was based on the movie license, and like not the all, not the, the, b- all the book. Well. Was it based on the book or the movie? More it was actually more the movie because it had that the way that they'd done the zombies in the movie. Um, it was more that than than the book itself. But yeah, it was really good, really good.
1: Another one I've mentioned a million times: that next machine. All right, which is a twin stick shooter, and it's just amazing. Yeah, it's like if you want to have a blast, play that game. I've hit a wall where I'm trying to unlock a certain level on it. And I'm finding it a bit frustrating because I feel like certain levels are hard. And it's got that classic, you know, the shoot 'em up thing where if you lose all your power-ups, you're fucked. Right. But it's brilliant. The The graphics, the, the sound. Yeah. Amazing game.
0: Awesome. Uh, Resident Evil 2 for me next.
1: It's on uh, my list, uh, surprisingly uh, enough, because yeah, I have surprising. had a bit of a down
0: on it. Could be even Game of the Year for me. Really? I just thought mm. it was it was just, just brilliant. I absolutely loved it. Uh, I only played uh, not only, but I finished it with Chris, and I started it with Claire. I, Chris, not Chris, uh, Leon. Leon, yeah. I, I started, finished it with Leon. Started it again with Claire.
1: I played through it with Claire, and I was talking to someone at work, and it's weird the Claire scenario. So it like it it's meant to show that you're playing. A different world. Yeah. But yet it's you have to redo some of the boss battles.
0: It's almost I I, I seem to remember when I first played Resident Evil two years ago, mm. it was very different. But it seems to be the journey's exactly the same. If so far anyway, it's weird.
1: There's a there's a different end and there's like an extended end bit.
0: But it's
1: not um it's not fulfilling. No. I had problems with Resident Evil, even though it's on my list, where I felt like it had a lot of things that I just didn't like about it, but on the whole, I did enjoy playing it. Yeah. So maybe I'm just being too hard on it. Maybe I had too high of an expectation. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I just think like the changes, like obviously the graphics are massively updated, the whole game's been rebuilt, but like things. The dialogue shit. Yeah, but the over the shoulder camera and stuff like that like, just gives it a new, uh, obviously, a new dynamic, new look and feel and yeah I, I really liked it really really liked it true I mean it's very on, gory
1: it's on IGN's top 100 games of all time wow and by the way Super Metroid is number 2 or 3 wow mm. last uh, next up Evil Within 2 so the guy who made he made Resident Evil 4 ah he then made the Evil Within games and um, it got a bit shit near the end a bit um, mechanic heavy. Yeah. But I still liked it.
0: Okay. You, you, you talked about quite a bit. Um, I did, yeah. Maybe the Alien Special or something. I'm not sure. I, I'd say about.
1: it's worth checking. Now you can pick it up for nothing. Man. Oh. Pennies.
0: Is it not a PlayStation exclusive? No, I don't think it okay. is. Okay, I'll it's... have a look. Uh, next for me, Hunt Showdown. Uh, this is the online uh, multiplayer one. Um, kind of like a mini Battle Royale. I've talked about it before uh-huh. a few episodes ago. Is
1: that the one in like Norway?
0: No, that's uh, Vigor. That's that one. Right. But this one's uh, set in like eighteen, late 1800s, mm. Western sort of thing with mm-hmm. zombies and stuff. It's just brilliant. Really, really atmospheric. Really, really quite terrifying at times. Uh, loved it. Absolutely loved it.
1: Oh, class. Yes. And my last one up from me is a weird one. That Space Megaforce. Mm. When I went through that, that, that month, that it's a SNES blaster that from back in the day, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was, I really enjoyed it. So it has to make me list.
0: That's your last one. So yeah. I've still got two to go. Well, we're doubled up on Resident Evil. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Well, my second last one, but mm-hmm. I'll put an ultimate one, I, I've got a couple to choose from either mirror's edge catalyst or never alone. And I'm going to say never alone. Um, I got Mary's Edge Catalyst for quite cheap, and it's very similar to the first one, but it's got some nice. It's a bit more open worldy. Yeah, uh, but it's all right. But Never Alone is like a bit more of an indie game. Um, it has loads of because it's based in like the uh, Alaska, um, and it talks about the Alaskan native people. It, it gives loads of like cultural insights, like videos sort of thing that they've created. Um, so it's kind of like a documentary at times. Yeah, so it's really nice to watch all of those. The game's quite simple. You play like a little girl and a fox uh, and you're just going across the landscape. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's really nicely made and a re- really nice little journey. A bit like Inside, but not as gritty or um I don't think I've heard of it. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't a big game at all, but I just got it. I think it was free actually, A Game of Gold, but mm-hmm. yeah, I enjoyed that, really enjoyed that. And my last one will be The Outer Worlds.
1: Ah yes, you've you bought you've got, got, it, got that haven't you? for me
0: birthday yeah. So this is um Obsid- in my opinion possibly obsidian's fallout killer. Mm, perfect timing really. What I'll do first of all though, because Wayne has actually sent a short message. All right. Yeah, because Wayne got uh, f- uh the outer worlds around at the same time as me. Class. Yeah. Following my encouragement. Um. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the producer if he could seamlessly insert the the recording that Wayne's made at some point in this episode, probably around about now.
3: Inside the mind of Inspector Frog. Tom has asked me to say a few words about the Outer Worlds, uh, which is, again, we both bought recently uh, in the parallel to kind of... Uh, A little bit like two teenagers on a boat trip. We decided we'd experience it together. Uh, We didn't go on a boat trip. I was just saying. All those noises you can hear, by the way, are good noises. They might be interfering and making this into quite a shit recording, but they're good noises. This noise is the noise of a sleeping cat. This is the noise of a sleeping dog. Perfect. This is the noise of a curry that I'm cooking. Mm. And this is the sound of the heating. Totally class soundbag. Could make an album with that. How weird Tom just messaged me. Lush mate, how's the new pad? So how meta is that? The Outer World is basically an excellent game. If anyone's got a bit of time to give to a new game, like totally give it a try. I'm trying to think what things it combines. Loads of good reference points. So the flavor uh, uh, of the atmosphere of it, reminds me tons of Firefly. Uh, Is it Joss Whedon who did Buffy the Vampire Slayer? He did uh, Firefly, a series about a bunch of dudes out in space, uh, it's a really, really good series, well worth watching. So the feeling in the outer worlds is just like Firefly, uh, but also some crossover big uh, connections between F- Firefly then and Skyrim. So it's like Skyrim in space. Uh, But all of the uh, companions you can have aboard your ship, which is just like the Serenity. Uh, uh, You can have, like, loads of them, and it's just like Skyrim. I recently got the PS4 version of Skyrim. It being the all-time kind of favourite game, I thought, I've got to see it on PS4. But... I couldn't actually play it. It already seemed too clunky. Things have moved on so quickly. Riding a horse in Skyrim PS4 compared with riding a horse in Red Dead 2 is a completely different thing. You feel like you're on a pedalo. Pedalo in a storm uh, as you're riding along. However, loads of good things about Skyrim. The main thing is the atmosphere, And the idea of openness and finding your way through things as you want to find them if you want to look around you can if you want to progress with the story you can in uh, the outer worlds you've got a whole map of planets to hop about between and space stations and uh, It's really nicely done. What is really class as well are the game choices. So what you decide to do in circumstances really does influence where the game's gonna go. I've already nailed and failed uh, three of the missions because I decided on my own behalf that I didn't want to give those people uh, their information that they wanted which I'd retrieved, but I didn't want to give them it because I realised in the act of retrieving the information for them, I realised that they were evil characters, they were doing animal e- experimentation and stuff. So I didn't want to give them what they'd sent me to get. Uh, those yeah, hitting all kinds of decisions like that all the time. So I've played it probably for about 15 hours. I think Tom's probably done similar. Uh, what do you think of it, Tom? How have you found the game?
0: Well, what I thought, Wayne, thank you very much for that message, what I thought of the game was that I thought it was class, Really, really good. It's Again, reintroduced me to the whole RPG single player game that I haven't played for quite a while. Do you know Um, they
1: made um, New Vegas? New Vegas, yeah.
0: There's a bit of confusion because a lot of people don't, a lot of people play it and they go, well, this is like, this must be Bethesda. must be Bethesda because Ah. the way it plays, the way it feels, the way it looks, but it's not. It's obviously Obsidian who made, um, like I say, New Vegas. Are they owned by I think are they owned by Microsoft now? Is that one of the ones they acquired? I'm not sure.
1: Well, it's out on PlayStation, so Ah, oh, no man.
0: But honestly, it's it's just it's fantastic. It's so good. Um the there's like a few different systems like the there's a um what's it called? Floor system. Mm. So every now and again you'll be offered the chance to take a floor. Uh, I took one at one point, which was um a fear of heights. And if you take this floor, you get a perk point, which you can spend because the perk points are quite rare. You only get like about 20 over the course of the game and you can spend them on different perks that really boost massive parts of your character. Yeah. But you get this huge flaw, And the one I got was fear uh, mm-hmm. sphere of heights. So whenever you're, at, you're um, on the edge of a mountain or something, you get massive decreases in some of your abilities. Um, there's also things like drug addiction and alcohol addiction uh, and things like that that have detrimental effects. So this just just brilliant... Brilliant, like little uh, concepts and stuff like that, and uh, mechanics. It's just nice to just explore this, this, these different planets that they've got, and, and the storyline's got a lovely, uh, comedic weight to it, and stuff like that. Yeah, highly recommend it. Running
1: um, up to it, I was interested in it. Mm-hmm. I will be getting it at some Good. point, so I'm cool. glad
0: you look forward to hearing your opinion. So, games that we're looking forward to, um, the big one that I could think of was Cyberpunk 2077. Especially after playing out a world, it's made me think even more. But there is, apparently, they've talked about, I think there's a multiplayer mode they're adding to it, which I don't know why they're doing that. Mm. And something about microtransactions as well, so I'm a little bit... mm, The other one, is there something, that uh, a game that you can think of?
1: What, that you're going to
0: choose? No one that you've maybe thought of. Well,
1: there's two sequels on the horizon that I'm quite interested in. It's Belunky 2 and Ah. Last of Us 2. Of course, just simply because I like the originals. Mm-hmm.
0: The other one uh, that I would like to take the opportunity to talk about, and it's not so much that I'm looking forward to it, but maybe I'm hoping at some point I'll get to play it in some guys' Half Life Alex, which oh, yeah. is a VR game mm-hmm. that Valve are releasing. Um, interesting. So obviously, everybody, if you're a, if you're a listener, if you're a head crab, you'll know our connection to the half-life universe and finally they're releasing a new game in that universe yeah but how disappointing that it's vr only
1: it feels like it's got several barriers for me yeah so the first barrier is you would have to have a beast of a pc to run it yes that's barrier one Mm -hmm. which maybe i could overcome but barrier two is then i have to have a vr Mm -hmm. and it's just too much yep but I watched the trailer and it does look amazing. It looks and, incredible. I mean, it's got that guy who, for me, I know him from um, District Nine. Mm-hmm. You know the um, like South African guy. Yeah, uh, like, I don't like normally when people walk you through an experience. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that happens in like say, Halo to a certain extent. Uh, with Cortana and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's walking through it a little bit. But I wonder this... if
0: that Keanu Reeves' character is going to be a bit like that in Cyberpunk? Do you think? Yeah. I, I just think
1: uh, it does look amazing. Does. Uh, that that world on that graphic engine does look class. It, and um I, I wish I could play it at some point. It, I think at this point the only person who could hook us up is probably Retro Mikey. So yeah, uh-huh. Retro Mikey please hook us up.
0: <laughs> it it like you say that it looks incredible. Like the obviously I remember a while ago we were talking about it might be in the Half-Life special when we talking about what we wanted to see from that universe. Um, it would have to be something really innovative and using like the pinnacle of technology, and I think that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a portal uh, VR demo at right. one point, mm-hmm. which was interesting. So obviously that was probably like part of their tech demo for that. Fair play to them, the back making software again, which is what we've wanted to do for a long time. All mm-hmm. I can hope is that it will spawn a more direct sequel to what we what we left off. Agreed. Yeah. Because this isn't really Half-Life Alex, so it's it's about her. Hopefully, we'll see a genuine Half-Life Three.
1: It might be good because it's a stepping stone to mm-hmm. remi- to remind current players about the predicament of Gordon Freeman yeah. and what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I'm slightly if the I mean if Half-Life Three dropped tomorrow and it's the only, it's not going to change things. No. I'm not going to be able to play exactly. It. So, so
0: you'd think that this is. Sort of supplementary to the the Half-Life franchise, and we will get something that we can all play. Hopefully,
1: well, hopefully. I mean, it was a it was a surprise, and even though I could never play, it's still a pleasant surprise. It looks amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see. So, um, I've put that on there because it's something we are looking forward to. Hopefully, playing at some point on Doom,
1: the new Doom. I'm
0: I'm forever that yeah, forever. I like the other one. So that's games. Next up, movies, baby. Mm going to talk about the movies from 2019 first of all I've got some mentions of course I two. whole lethal weapon series son of a bitch watch those all mission impossible movies including fallout son of a bitch watch mm-hmm. those abducted in plain sight I didn't get it as much as other people got proper hard on about it I was like yeah but everyone else was hard like oh, on. Fucking mentalist. I was like yeah Keanu uh, with Key and Peele it uh, was a lovable romp I suppose there was a cat in it The girl on the train It was interesting But I felt like Was it Emily Blunt I think it was Emily Blunt Um, Her portrayal of someone With alcoholism Kind of irritated us A little bit I don't know It felt a little bit Too on the nose Super Troopers Two surprisingly good. It's been a long time since Super Troopers One. I've never seen it. It was that kind was of good, crowdfunded yeah. basically, but it was it was good. Nice return on that. Colossal with Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis. Is oh yeah, Sudeikis? that was interesting as well. Really cool idea. She finds out that she's actually controlling this big massive monster who's destroying uh, parts of South Korea, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. Very surprised at how much I enjoyed that. There's a new one of them coming this mm-hmm. coming year as well. Marvel movies to mention, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man Far From Home, all were the additions to the Marvel phase, whatever it was, worth a watch, I suppose, if you've got time, but don't lose any sleep if you missed them. Mm-hmm. Netflix mentions, so there's quite a few movies I've watched on Netflix, Netflix original movies that didn't make me final uh, cut. Some of them were quite close, some of them were shit. Calm, first of all, is about a calm girl uh, who has her identity stolen. That was really quite creepy. Mm. A little bit sexy, but mostly creepy. Uh, I would I would recommend that, actually. I think it was quite good. Um, How It Ends, which had Forrest Whitaker uh, playing a guy trying to save his daughter following this cataclysmic event. Uh, bit shit. Mm. Christmas Chronicles, that was the Christmas film from last year with Kurt Russell. Really good. Really, really enjoyed that. Thought it was a great Christmas film. It, uh, it had a nice reveal right at the very, very end that me and Kelly were very excited about. Uh, Extinction was just shit. But it ha- it did have an interesting premise. It did an interesting idea was it was made out that it was aliens. Uh but was it Aliens Ross? Extinction. Extinction Netflix. Watch it if you want. What is it Extinction again? Um Alien Invasion. But was it Aliens Ross? Uh Bird Box, <laughs> which was the one with Sandra Bullock. That was very close to making me last, uh, making me last ten.
1: Really, I found that absolutely dog shit.
0: Yeah, me too. It was shit. No, I just <laughs> like the idea of the sort of something causing my suicide. There was spoiler if you haven't seen it, but there was a cut where they actually showed what it was that people were seeing.
1: It's the original end in the book, apparently.
0: Oh, we've talked about this, haven't we? We talked about, about. I think personally, or we yeah.
1: might have. Yeah,
0: we have, haven't we? Uh, Band of Snatch was that a movie? It Was technically a movie, wasn't it? uh feature length was, feature length episode it was yeah. decent enough yeah i just like the the concept of it the it innovative worked thing. well yeah it was really really close to being me last 10 really really close just because of the fact that it was sort of mm-hmm. pushing the boundaries of technology uh spectral another netflix action movie basically what they tried to do there was create a new aliens that basically tried to follow the format of aliens all right the second one uh that had like the the Host, uh, Marines and stuff like that And the smart uh, smart tech guy And the evil corporation Wanting the tech etc Again which was just a bit shit uh, Fractured Which had Sam Worthington Haven't seen him in anything for ages mm. uh, That was actually quite good A suspenseful thriller But Kelly worked it out Really really quickly As she always fucking does Eli Which is a Netflix ghost f- movie Has Max from uh, Stranger Things in it She plays a, a part in that oh. That was pretty cool um, About ghosts But it had the most Ridiculous ending ever I would I would actually recommend watching that, Eli, um, in the Tall Grass, which is a Stephen King novella. I really like that bit but of a head. might have fuck. to
1: watch that spoiler for next.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll not say anything more except I did think it was good, and that was very close to being on my my list. And then Wounds, starring Army Hammer, most ridiculous name for a person ever, and Dakota Johnson, uh, a gruesome horror on Netflix, which wasn't nearly as gruesome as the trailer made out. Uh, it was just there was a couple of spooky things and it kind of like psychological horror stuff, but. Nah, I wouldn't worry about it. So that's my mentions. Ross, go
1: right. First film, Bang. Ghost <laughs> stories. It might be on your. Oh, it is. And, yeah. What if I love it? It Was it.
0: awesome. Loved it.
1: And I hate stuff about ghosts.
0: Well, I usually hate British movies. I usually there's very few British movies that I, that I think I was fucking class. Yeah. But that was brilliant. Really enjoyed it. Paul Whitehouse, Bill Baggins was in it as well. In <laughs> that lad from Black Mirror.
1: It, I'm sure it's directed by. The fourth league gentleman. The guy oh, behind the camera.
0: Oh right. Cause he um Pemberton, not Pemberton. Um uh, Reese Shear Shearsmith. Shearsmith, is he is he in it? No. No, he's not. The the no, fourth it's... the
1: fourth guy is the one behind the camera. Who um I'm sure ghost stories is based on a like um a play, right? So they right. took it, uh, and I think some magician dude helped make it. Mm. So when the first experience I had hearing about that was, they said that it failed because um, the show is like spectacular, mm-hmm. and the the um, the film is not. Mm. But yet I watched it, and I found it creepy in a seventies vibe. The, but the... yet it was still modern mm. in its kind of like use of just the fog and yeah. it was it was excellent i thought
0: the ending was just probably the most terrifying part of the whole yeah thing no matter how many sort of jump scares or or creepy moments you've got the ending concept was just horrifying brilliant yeah um okay extremely wicked seriously vile and evil that was oh you liked that did you yeah i did it was like a front about um uh, Ted, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah.
1: Can I can I tell you a fact bomb Please. that you might not have picked up on? You mm-hmm. know, the first time he gets picked up, you mm-hmm. know, it's like some sort of police dude, right? That's Hetfield, you know, the guitarist and singer from Metallica. Really? Yeah. How I was weird? like watching. I was like, why? Why is Hetfield
0: in this <laughs> Fucking bizarre. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, just it—it's fascinating. It was kind of the year of Ted Bundy, wasn't it? it was loads of programs and stuff about like Ted Bundy tapes and stuff like that. Did you
1: know he got executed in mm. like I think it was nineteen? It was in, it was it was on my birthday anyway. He got executed. Oh, really? Yeah, like... birthday. Next up, spooky guy. So this film was a recommendation from my friend Craig, mm-hmm. right? And me and Louise started watching it. And Louise, I could tell by her silence, was like hating it, and I had to stop it mm. because after I think it was forty minutes of me super enjoying it, like really enjoying it. Mm. She, I could tell by her reaction, she was hating it. Mm. And then I went back to it the next day and finished it, and I thought it was amazing. It's an evening with Beverly Loveland. Right. So, um, it's on Netflix, and uh, Jimmy and Clements of um flight of the concords uh-huh. he's like he plays colin in it right and he's amazing it i know a few people who keep champion the greasy strangler it's this horror film that to me looks like a kind of tromo movie mm-hmm. it's that director's first movie right and i'm gonna watch it off that film because it's got this weird fucking atmosphere to it um what's it called again an Evening with Le- uh, Beverly Lovelin. What did you watch it on? I watched it on Netflix. Ah, okay. It's got... Um, what's his face out of... Um, you've mentioned him in What We Do in the Shadows.
0: Matt Berry. Yeah,
1: Matt Berry's in it. Right, yeah. okay. It, it's... Jimmy and Clemens is fucking hilarious in that movie. Yeah. It's absolutely class, And it gets... It's got 5.7... Out of 10 on IMDb. And I think that's telling. I think, Mm. Gail, I like it or you don't. It's got a very unusual sense of humour, which I found very good. Uh, I'll have to
0: check that out. Now, there's actually three uh, animated movies on my list Oh The first of which is Ralph Breaks the Internet. I watched that at
1: the start of last year.
0: Ah, Really, really enjoyed it. A lovely sequel. Uh, I just... All the references of all the different characters, just yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Really good, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's all I want to say.
1: Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh. I finally got around to watching that movie. Everyone had said, like, it's amazing, it's so unnerving. Mm-hmm. It's got this weird atmosphere to it. I also watched uh, the favorite by the same director, the which favourite. I'm not going to pronounce his name. The favorite's got her from Peep Show in What's Her Face, um,
0: Olivia Coleman, yeah. Well like it was in the crown.
1: Pulling that from the yeah, oh, season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I didn't really like the favourite, but I did think it was directed amazingly. Okay. Like the way he moves the camera.
0: Yeah. I have to I have to put this in here because it's the uh culmination of a decade of uh a story coming mm-hmm. all together to, to finish Avengers Endgame. All right, yeah, I have to put it, it, yeah. Because it was such a spectacular um yeah, I, I, we talked about it uh, when it when I did watch it. It was, um, yeah, it was just it was just great for them to actually tell that whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I want to say. Like, I, I don't want to go into too much depth about it because it was just I really really enjoyed it. I, mean, I was glad that they managed to the way that they pieced it all together, the way that they built to this this story and finally done it. And it's kind of nice that I can. I feel like it's the same with the, like, the the Skywalker saga, bringing that to a close and me kind of saying, right, that's it for me. Um, depending on what they do next. Uh, but I'm not going to be rushing to the cinema to see pretty much anything anymore. Like, Maybe. Kelly wants us to go and see Last Christmas starring Emily Clark. Oh, God, that, yeah. Loves yeah. It. that looks like something <laughs> I'd rather. Um, Emma Thompson putting on the worst accent in just loads of George Michael songs last christmas leave no trace Mm. it's this um
1: it's a very powerful movie Mm -hmm. um i really enjoyed it uh i don't know what more to say Mm -hmm. check it out what's it on it's all well you see this year i started watching now tv until i had a horrendous experience of it i went back to it actually and um that's why i watched it on it's worth watching it's like really good
0: excellent um, another animated movie that I watched Um, please don't create some sort of um, opinion of me listener Don't please don't think that I'm some sort of child who can only appreciate uh really simple movies I do like some rather complex movies but mm-hmm. The Incredibles 2 I really enjoyed it it's been over 14 years since the first one but I thought it was great I thought it was really 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 good
1: yeah, yeah I'd heard it was a good sequel though yeah I,
0: but I, I just put it on there so don't care. I don't have to so, explain myself to anyone.
1: Up uh, up, uh, everyone who's like judging you yeah. in Fuck your is. own mind.
0: Fuck you. Yeah man, leave us alone.
1: They shall not grow old. Oh yeah. I thought that was like
0: amazing. Just the way it built. D- you know, that's Peter Jackson, isn't it? I and I think they, they have enough of archive footage that they've actually um remastered to make like a mini series from it, apparently. Like they've got so much. And they did it all, like, for free, basically, as well, essentially.
1: Well, what I love about it is I listened, it was the final year, I think at the start of the year, I was listening to um, Simon Simon Mayo's and uh, Kermode's podcast, mm-hmm. and I just tapped out. It was getting just on me nerves after a while. But something Simon Mayo, who I don't have a lot in common with, said the first time when it transitions into from black and white into colour, it's just... Jaw dropping, Uh and you know what it is, Mm -hmm. and the structure of the film how it explains the build of the war and then it takes it like an attack. It's once the attack gets going, it's exhausting, yeah. And afterwards, you just sit there and you just think to yourself, all those cliches about like, like it's a cliche and it's embarrassing, but you think, fucking hell, man, I'm so proud, yeah, like I'm proud of being. From this country, which is very rare that happens, yeah. But like these guys, like what amazing! And then it tells you what happened when they went back to society and that. Yeah, it's it's worth watching, and I hope people like kids at school get to watch uh, it, it. Should because, be shown in schools.
0: Yeah, it's fucking
1: jaw What on. What did you watch it on? I watched it on the BBC. Um, like, is iPlayer. it iPlayer? Yeah, yeah.
0: okay. That's, that's something that I'd have to watch by myself because I don't think Kelly would would want to see it.
1: Well I started watching and I was thinking I'll only watch half an hour and I'll dip in yeah. and I watched and I was like we can't." I can't I, I, we didn't stop, we didn't yeah. talk we're just like, it's once it kicks off, it's wow. amazing
0: Um. Next for me is A Quiet Place I really enjoyed that uh, it was really really tense Uh it was the guy, I can't remember his name but his sort of directorial debut mm-hmm. uh, which was really impressive Um. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was like I say really tense. I like that, yes. Um, especially the birth scene where she had to give birth yeah, and try to be quiet. quiet. It, was, it was it was terrifying. Yeah, really cool.
1: I think I watched that last year mm-hmm. and I really liked it. Uh, Nocturnal Animals. Oh. I'd heard it was meant to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um it's grim but very stylish. Right. And yeah, really good. I would highly recommend
0: that. Okay. Hereditary that's on my list. I've list never seen
1: that. I've heard it's good, yeah.
0: Yeah, really, really scary. Really scary at times. Um, shocking. Some of the turns and the decisions they made was like, fuck. Uh, just some really visceral moments. Mm-hmm. And um, it just sticks in your mind. Really good.
1: I will be checking that out. And he made a sequel this year, didn't Well, not a sequel, sorry. He made another movie this year, didn't he? About the like uh, cults and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Midsummer. Yeah. Yes.
1: I think Christian seen that and he said it was batshit crazy. Yeah. I think he said that, mm. but it's like late and I'm pissed. <laughs> um. Next up, El Camino. Nice. I I finally got around to watching that. Well, I say finally. Mm. I think it was like two days after I dropped, mm. and I just thought it was class. Honestly, his direction is just amazing. Prince Gilligan, is yeah? it? Yeah, and I just thought it was really
0: good. I might watch that tonight. Oh. Mm. maybe not though. Who knows? It's, I can do what I want. Yeah, I'm an adult. But uh, I'm glad that it's on your list because that, if, if anyone that I hold in high regard with regard to uh, movie choices, wow, thank you. Sir. It's your good self. Speaking of which, uh, between two ferns, oh, I've I seen that. Yeah. Had no idea that this movie had been made, but it was fucking hilarious. It was really, really good. I um, I never used to like Zach Galifianakis uh, mm. when he did like the Hangover ones and stuff, mm. but then I watched him in, uh, shit, what's the one called where he plays the rodeo clown?
4: Fuck, oh, um, series. Basket. Yes. Yes. Uh,
0: and that was surprisingly funny. It was, and, and really quite uh, deep at times. But this, I've seen a lot of these Between Two Ferns interviews on YouTube. They're brilliant, yeah. But this movie, honestly, it was so good. Really, really good.
1: I watched that with Louise and she hated it like um, Beverly Loveland. Mm. The reason I picked uh, Beverly Loveland over that was I thought the other bits, I thought his actual interviews were amazing. Uh I just felt the other bits were a bit superfluous. Uh, And then the knowing last 20 minutes Mm. where they went through the motions. Mm. I just found it a bit... But I still liked the film.
0: It had a lot of the tropes, like uh, a group of friends and the fallout, and they get back together again. But he done on like, purpose yeah. in
1: the film. He's laughing at them moments, uh, and I just think, well, come on, you know that's happening. Yeah. Do something else. Mm. But it was still class. Yeah. And I love that guy. He's no. class. I want to watch Baskets. Actually, all of it. I've only yeah. watched bits and pieces of it.
0: Uh, it's It's interesting. The, the woman who, or the guy who plays his mom, is like, is mad, <laughs> like totally mad.
1: Um, Jackie. Oh, so I watched Jackie. Um, and it just it puts you in her Jackie O'Nastas is Mm -hmm. kind of like character. It's really it it puts you in her skin. That's funny because the person who done the music also done in your skin as well. Oh, so it's got this weird like kind of like strange unnerving feeling to it. Okay. If I had more time, I would have read the review that I read on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Which anyone who wants to Google Jackie go on the reviews, and one of them's
0: hilarious. Right. That, that, listen up, listen now. You do that, please. Uh, next for me is Into the Spider Verse, which is oh, the, yeah, yeah. the the Spider Man animated movie. Uh, it was focusing on, um, oh shit, what's he called? Miles Miles Morales, which was like the the new version of Spider-Man that the, the comic books introduced. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant. It was, it was like one of the best animated things I've ever seen. It looks beautiful. It was just fantastic. It was nonstop, mm-hmm. funny, clever. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Highly recommend that.
1: I, I feel ashamed because did you say it on the big screen?
0: No, just on the telly. Ah,
1: right. Oh, cool. Yeah. You thought that about that? All right. Nice. And uh, next up for me, the disaster artist, Again, uh, when yeah, I got, yeah. yeah, when I got um, now TV, I watched that movie and um, it kind of reminded me about how good um, Ed Wood is. Mm. It reminded me of that loving but piss taking kind of like, yeah. And I just thought, um, I'm not usually a fan of Franco, yeah, but I thought he was amazing in that, like,
0: and afterwards.
1: Like rewatching some of the room scenes, you're like oh. fucking hell.
0: What did you watch that on again? I watched that on no TV. No TV. Ah, yeah, I do want to see that. Oh, so much I want to see. Um, my last one is Mandy with um, Nicholas Cage.
1: We watched that as a um a movie night. Uh-huh. Me, Craig, and Christian. Christian liked it more than the rest of us. Yeah. Um. Afterwards, we watched In Plain Sight. Uh huh. Is it in plain sight? The one you were saying—that's what's the one about that?
0: The yeah, the guy um abducting the abducted in plain sight. I think it's called. Right? Yeah. Yeah, abducting the the young lass and blaming it on aliens and shit like that. Yes, <laughs> and uh, Right. I'll not go on. The <laughs> <laughs> um, I I thought it's one of the most interestingly shot films I've seen in a long, long time. Like the filters as you put on it and stuff. Mm. Um, the music. The I don't even know when it was set. I don't know if it was the eighties or the seventies or it was the present day, I'm not sure. Aye. But it was essentially like a, a a revenge movie sort of thing. Nicolas Cage kicking off in the bathroom was mad. Yeah, it was I loved I really, really liked it. Yeah, I, I really did like it. It I stuck like in me passion. Head. The reason I, I know when I like something is when it sticks in my head and I kind of get it out. I'm like, fucking hell, that moment and that Aye. like the body, the main body guy was just fucking horrendous. I'll take one
1: moment I love near the end, and it's not a spoiler because that'll be very vague. Uh-huh. It's where he's going towards a church. Right. And the sound and the way the, like, main Christian were like, fucking hell, it sounds like sun. Mm. By the way, I watched Dublin, right? The Dublin murders on, oh, um, right. yeah, yeah. on BBC. Mm-hmm. And I had sun fucking O at the
0: end of one of the episodes. Yeah. Like, all this, like, <laughs> I, I think something about Mandy reminded us a bit of uh, Inspector Fogg stuff, actually. Right, Like, yeah. the kind of, some of the filters that he uses. Maybe that's because I've kind of, obviously, watched a lot of his stuff. Maybe that kind of, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I really liked it. I wonder what Ex- Inspector Fogg thinks of Mandy. Have you seen uh, it? yeah. That would actually, be interesting. After you've listened to this episode, you should definitely check it out. Yeah, really cool. And he's, there's actually another movie coming out. That's going into stuff that we're looking forward to. There's another movie coming out, I think, next year, made by um, the same production company as Mandy. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage is in it again, and it's about um, I think something comes from of space or something and uh, starts growing in the garden and has loads of sort of psychological effects on people and stuff. I sent a trailer to the Fellowship for oh. it, and it's like just amazing. It looks amazing. Loads of like right. bright colors and purples and stuff like that, and it looks pretty cool. Um, I'm also looking forward, I suppose, to the last Star Wars one that's coming out. Oh, right, because it's on the list, isn't it? A couple of weeks time.
1: My last film is. Oh, sorry, you've got one more film. Yeah. Oh, my apologies. Thunder Road. All right. So I made a list of like I I was just trolling through stuff to watch, and I made a list of um, movies, and I watched some that were like I did enjoy, but Thunder Road was a weird movie, so it. It's a police officer faces p- a personal meltdown right okay the director and writer is called Jim Cummings and he's fucking amazing in it it's a black comedy uh-huh. but he has this I just it tickled me mm. he had this like it starts up with him giving a few uh he's given like a, a speech at a funeral And I think it's to his own mom and just he is amazing in it. Mm. And a lot of the scenes, are all one take, mm. you can tell, he's fucking intense. So I would recommend that. Thunder Road. Yeah, Thunder oh, Road.
0: Okay, interesting. And is there anything you're looking forward to coming out?
1: Nah. Okay. No, I'm only kidding. I, don't, <laughs> I feel like my uh, energy is
0: gone, zapped.
1: I, I don't know. I haven't kept... Hmm, the two movies you've mentioned, yeah... Wales is on the horizon, Fuck. do you know any?
0: Off the top of my head, I'm not sure. Could have done some research, I suppose, but got a busy life. I there's like to drive,
1: like, drive my car and there's a hill coming and I yeah, don't know what's uh, coming.
0: Uh, yeah, that's nice. Listener, if there's any movies, uh, TV shows or games that you're looking forward to over the coming year, please let us know, might inspire us to, to try them out, talk about them next year, something to look forward yeah. to. But other than that, let's should we just tie this episode up and bring it to a close?
1: Tie it on a big Christmas
0: knot. Big holiday special knot.
1: Big holiday special knot. Well
0: what we we'll do is we'll have a little transition. We shall kick in around about well, probably start kicking in soon, and then we'll talk about just a couple of things before we end, yeah? Should we do that? Right. Okay. Cool. That's the end of the holiday special. Did you enjoy it, Ross? I did, yeah. I'm winning, though. Another slog, as as always. (laughs) 2020, what's that going to bring for us? Well, Terminator special in January. Oh, yes. Celebrating the 35th anniversary of the first movie releasing. Oh, is that
1: right, yeah? Yeah.
0: That's why we're doing it. So I'm going to watch all the Terminator films with Kelly. She knows it. She knows it already. Um, Also, there'll be a Stephen King special at some point featuring Wayne. He's agreed to that, so that's good. Not nice. sure when, maybe yeah. it's February, maybe it's not. Who knows? Oh, I'd love that. Do what we like. Um, Ross, you suggested a couple of specials, a Batman special. Yeah, <gasps> I would
1: love a Batman special, yeah. We'll,
0: we'll pencil that in. And of course, the long-awaited dinosaur special. Which is one that we're always hoping to... That we we'll keep putting on
1: the back burner. For a
0: long time we've been hoping that'll be done. Um, is anything you want to say, Ross, before we finish? Well,
1: just a uh, happy... Happy Christmas, happy happy holidays, (laughs) happy whatever you want to just goodbye everyone,
0: peace and goodwill to all men, I suppose, isn't it? And women, no, you can't anything in between, yeah. I've enjoyed myself, I've had a great year, you have too, Ross, (laughs) with me. (laughs) Um, or adult cartoons as well, that's another one that we want to do as well, isn't it? Another, Another special talk about adult cartoons and not sexy ones, just cartoons that are aimed at adults. Like South Park, Beavis and ButtHead, maybe Archer, you maybe, know, so. sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Would you be comfortable with this construct, uh, constructive criticism of the podcast
0: from listeners? Yes. Anything that people want to get in touch with, that's fine.
1: Like, how can we better this? I mean, this podcast. Yeah. Fuck knows. Get get it out to the masses.
0: I don't think you can. I think it's as good as it's ever going to be. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'd love to see any constructive criticism where Tom has to be, and he'll have his all.
2: I
3: cry. No.
0: I'd just be in tears. Yeah, well, that's it. I'm going to say goodbye. I'm going to say have a merry, merry holiday. Do you want to say one final goodbye? I know you already have, but one more.
1: I'll say one more, but Mm. before I do, everyone check out Chotsky's new album. Mm, Yes. Uh, Christian, big friend of the family, Uh the podcast family. Mm -hmm. I want to say his band playing. And they've got an album out, Life Life Gets Gets In The Way. Life Gets In The Way. Which I agree with. It Which does. Is, okay. It
0: incredibly sounds true or rings true to us. Very true. Life does get in the way. Podcasts get in the way as well, don't they? <laughs> oh. lovely note to end on. Um, one more thing to say is <laughs> thank you. And another thing. It's the last thing. I promise it's the very, very last thing to say on the podcast, as we always say. Do you want to say it at the same time? Thank you very
3: much. Come on. He's talking like
0: a robot. You ready? See it at the same time. Okay. Thank Thank you you very much for listening to God's
1: And then put your guitar down and never played it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be doing pumps. Don't do pumps. Sorry.
1: Um, That was just it, I think. <laughs>